0: mode round 57 this is the official video game podcast of secret friends unite i'm your host todd oxtra joined by the co-host extraordinaire the canardian mark carabin hey how are you today you know it's monday it's fun day i'm ready <laughs> it, to part
1: it is i'm so happy to be here and no longer dealing with um i don't i don't exactly know what to call them and uh i i this is the first time this has popped up since uh finn was born um i'm gonna call it maybe a bathtub torpedo or (laughs) um
0: uh, a caddyshack. uh
1: uh, (laughs) uh, yeah yeah baby ruth um that is the first time that's happened and it happened like an hour hour and a half ago we were getting some uh you know bath time um just you know ready to go and uh and he he smiled and I was like, hey buddy, that's a fun smile. Oh no! And uh, so I'm I'm so happy to just be like talking about video games and and hanging out and not dealing with uh with that. So I don't, is that is that is that what you call them like caddyshack? treats or what, like what's yeah, is there a much, proper term you know, for that i just
0: you know a brown trout on the river br- <laughs> <laughs> sorry grossing uh yeah uh
1: so that's yeah so i am so happy to um to to not be dealing with that he, he's a delight but um anytime i don't have to deal with actual human excrement is, and and i get to talk about video games instead is uh is a good time so uh
0: there we go Excellent. Well, yep. folks, to your the stories <laughs> if you want, because there are some good ones. Parents have war stories you couldn't believe, and I've got a lot of them, but I love to hear them firsthand with that, Mark. Yeah, that, that's his the first, first time. time. I'm sure it's not going to be the last. Gotta love it, gotta love it. Oh, well, uh, we are joined today by, I believe, another fellow Canadian, and that would be uh, a new person that is joining us on the co-op couch, and that is Fiona McKinnon
2: hello yeah not just fellow canadian but fellow nova scotian we're yes. actually from the exact same province i think we're probably four or five hours away probably less yeah than i that. could
1: i could get there in four hours easy
2: exactly no so thank you so much for the invite um sofa's great perfect really appreciate the invite and it's nice to be able to hang out with some fellow canadians and obviously i know that you're from the u.s but we can make you an honorary canadian for the episode <laughs>
0: i i i am kind of like uh uh, i'm i'm like southern canada i'm in minnesota so i'm like right below winnipeg Uh, i mean we are we are the canadians of uh the u.s so thank you for the invite appreciate it you're you're welcome (laughs) yes this is going to be the most polite video game podcast i think we've ever had
1: yeah 45 minutes of nothing but
0: stories and maple syrup it's going to be great yeah (laughs) Yes, uh, everybody apologize for anything that video games have gone wrong. We're going to apologize for everything. Uh, this is a kind of like a cathartic <laughs> episode where you let it go and we we forgive the sins of video game makers. So thank you for joining, Fiona. And uh, when you are a new member of the uh, Co-op Mode podcast, you have to tell us how you became a gaming geek.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, um, it definitely sprouted from my huge fascination of like... Th- anime when i was a kid i loved like pokemon and um oh my god Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade i guess was considered one as well and um i found out that pokemon had a game but as a young christian girl from a small town um video games weren't particularly on the top of my family's buying list <laughs> but um after being and in, like introducing my family to it like at least my mom uh, to kind of like not so much date me, but to kind of give you an idea of my console history. My first actual console was a Wii. We like just the original, like hand, like with the, oh my goodness, I cannot even, the joy,
1: joy, that com- Wii remotes. Yeah. We remotes. Yeah. We I, Wii, think, Wii I think those and the, the nunchuck the, 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 the attachment yeah.
3: yeah.
2: exactly yeah so i was a huge fan of like fantasy and a bunch of like different other like nerdums at the time um and i when i first got my um like very first um nintendo nintendo handheld i played pokemon zelda um, but i think i really got consumed by video games when my friends when i used to hang out after school with them all my friends would be like okay we have to leave at seven o'clock and i'm like why do you have to leave like this is ridiculous and they're like we have to go raiding um and they played world of warcraft
1: ah. um, i got amazing
2: it was like a little bit of playing at the time and i'm like this is kind of stupid like i made a character i was told i couldn't be that particular character because they were an alliance and i'm like what's alliance and they're like you have to play horde and i'm like okay and then that Pretty much consumed me for five years. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I played a lot of World of Warcraft. And after I pretty much put my World of Warcraft hat up, I just continued playing different games. I was introduced to multiple by my boyfriend um, and kind of went down that rabbit hole. And then I was introduced to the kind of funny community and then got into more games, um, which introduced me to pretty much everyone here. <laughs> so, it was really nice to be able to do that, but yeah, it was just me being a huge geek when it came to like anime, fantasy. I was a huge Harry Potter fan at the time. I loved like anything that I could like escape to, and that's what video games became for me as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And I noticed that you're uh cooler than we are cuz you actually have a gaming chair. I've got a really crappy IKEA chair behind me, I and Mark's it. probably sitting on a. Uh, I'm sitting in my kitchen, kitchen right now, yeah. so I legitimately,
1: have, yeah, just a kitchen dining room chair, because uh, everyone is asleep or resting upstairs where my computer is. I would have a computer chair if I, you know, just timing and and locations and houses. I'm thinking about moving everything down in the basement for the summer, but uh, the basement's a little cold and not like renovated kind of thing so okay. winter time is thumbs down for that one but uh we'll see i'll go chill with the spiders in the summer
0: and record down in the dungeon i mean world it would line. be cooler
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: definitely cooler more more in, like your parents basement aesthetic yeah. yeah exactly
1: yeah
0: awesome well we love that um yeah the world of warcraft bug i i think my mo- my greatest moment in the world of warcraft was I only lasted an hour. I created my character, went on my first mission, and was killed like 85 times. I'm like, I give up. How am I dying in this? I'm like, nobody dies in this game right away, but I did. Todd's that one guy that died of the crabs on the beach Like, and just like, I'm out!
1: Yeah, is that, exactly.
0: Yeah. Is that a murloc? Is, is that what they yeah. are, the worst thing in the world? They're not supposed to kill you? and actually probably not even allowed to kill you, and they killed me. But, <laughs> can I say? Um, well, thank you for joining us, um, and this is going to be a very fun episode, but um on a more somber note but we're trying going to try to make it a little more positive um and that is just uh we wanted to commemorate the passing of our friend Bobby Pauls um he is a friend to many in the gaming community um he has been on co-op mode and he is with so many people and his impact on others was seen um, and in so many different ways, there was a ceremony for him on the weekend. And uh, it was great to be able to be invited to that, uh, see it through Zoom. And just all the moments and memories people shared were just wonderful. And mm-hmm. the pictures and, and just and even his parents allowing so many people that encountered Bobby across the years to, to speak at the funeral was mm-hmm. really touching. And, and they got it. They understood what it meant to Bobby. They didn't make fun of it as many people could. Uh, a grown man playing games online and and they they accepted it and they realized how much it meant to him. So it was wonderful and they' and obviously the community accepted his family along the way as well. so um, mm-hmm. but but because of that, um, you know Bobby meant so much to so many people. I've known Bobby. I got, I was looking at this mark. It was interesting because I was going back to the past history of things. First episode of Secret Friends Bobby was on. Um, when he, we were talking, um, apparently he, you blew him off or something. Cause he was going to be on the warp whistle or something like that. He goes, Oh, I've got an opening so I can be on secret friends. Oh, really? Yeah. So like the very beginning. So that's so like, oh, so weird. weird. So, and, and then it was funny because even on, um, another podcast, Bobby even gave you a shout out. Um, so <laughs> it was kind of weird telling how, um, Mark and I didn't know each other until Bobby came into our lives, just like so many. Mm-hmm. And I met Bobby because I we were actually kind of enemies or, or, or at each other in the Nintendo voice chat forums back in the on Facebook, because I used to make fun of Nintendo and he used to get on me and then <laughs> eventually like forged a bond. And it was just so, it was just so fun because Bobby, even though he could be tough, he was a big teddy bear. So um, but we just wanted to share a memory of what Bobby meant to each of us and just making sure people know, you know, how he had the impact he had on other people's lives. But for me. Bobby was the first person I could really talk about video games on a podcast. I remember one of the first podcasts I had in Secret Friends is a no video game podcast mode, uh, era, a uh, place of, of of podcasting. And to be able to do that, it really meant a lot to me. Um, and it was just really an opportunity to bring people together of, you know, video games I love that I couldn't talk about on a podcast I loved. And it was just gave me another forum. And that just opened up so many relationships and friendships just because of that and i think of all the people that i've met and have made my life better they always tell you about be be wary of strangers on the internet and i'm like Mm -hmm. if i didn't have strangers on the internet to become friends with my life would feel a lot more empty these days Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just want to say thank you, Bobby, for for allowing me to meet so many people, introducing me to Mark, and just obviously connecting me to a broader world. And he, I've been on his podcast before back in the day when he was the geek guru uh, with Toby and that and that mm-hmm. community. So it's it's just phenomenal. So um, thank you, Bobby. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, for me, I, it's hard to narrow down one. Like like you said, Todd, I've I've known Bobby for so long. Uh, back when he was the geek guru not the nintendo guru uh, team geek like you know he went when he was first when we first started really talking uh i was getting going with the warp whistle stuff and he was more video at that point mm-hmm. and wanting to get into podcasting so we started talking because i wanted to get into video he wanted to get into podcasting we started kind of you know, well, here's how I do this part. Like, what do you do for this? Or what gear are you using for this? And here's what I'm using. I and mean, we're just kind of exchanging information that way and, and becoming very, very quick friends. Um, So he had this idea for Team Geek, and that was like, you know, Toby and Alan Paxton. And like, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we were still kind of operating separately, but it was mostly like uh, this, I don't know, group of, just like building each other up kind of thing and like crossing all over on each other's shows and that kind of stuff. So it was, it was so cool to get that, that support, I guess, you know, first starting off. Um, But like, as far as like good memories, it's so hard to narrow one down, but I, for me, the funnest times I had with Bobby were just when we just randomly get together and whether it be, he's calling me last minute cause someone bailed and I have to jump on a show or a stream or something or the same thing. And there, there were times like that when like, it'd be a Saturday night, I'd have a couple of drinks already. And <laughs> you know, he'd be like, Hey, what are you doing right now? And I'd be like, nothing. And it was like, you know, just chilling. And he'd be like, okay, I need someone to come on a show. And like, I just keep drinking. And the more I drank, the more angry Bobby would get because I just don't shut up when I'm drinking. <laughs> And he would just like he gets so irate and he the the worst thing in the world and it's it's kind of fitting um is when I broke out my boot mm. so if you've seen if you've seen beer fest, I had one of those das boots that I'd fill with rum instead of beer and uh and and' <laughs> <laughs> cause, you know uh that decisions and choices uh, are good. Uh, so so I'd I'd keep drinking the boot and and just keep getting louder and, and louder, and uh, and Bobby like it became so like he'd see the boot and he'd be just like oh not this thing again <laughs> and <laughs> fittingly enough uh it it smashed a few weeks ago oh, so no. the the boot is no longer around and uh, it it both is is fitting but also makes me a little sad that that the boot and bobby are no longer around but uh it's yeah just kind of fun to think of those kind of things and nobody could get mad in a loving way like bobby like when he told you off you knew that he still loved you but like also like no one could tell you off like bobby it was so great and i loved every single time
0: that he did i think my favorite comment from bobby is just he would always tell me my son was a better gamer than i am (laughs) That was high praise. That was high praise. Yeah,
1: for sure. Fiona, what about you?
2: Oh, my God. Well, oh God. I I was lucky enough to meet Bobby through Sean Capri. Because as Sean does, he's like, you two would be good friends. He, go. Like, I introduced you two. Now make good things together. Um, Or just like, I know you two will be friends. Like, have fun. And I remember I, oh God. What's funny is, and I was going down memory lane, so I was going through my past messages with him the other day, and actually I wanted to bring this up, which was really funny, because one of the first things that he told me, um, this is back in 2016, he asked me be- to be on the show, which I'm terrible at messages sometimes, and he messaged me on Facebook, messaged me on Twitter, and was like, hey, I sent you this Facebook message, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I'd like to have you on the show. Um, <laughs> you're in nova scotia right and i'm like yeah i am and he's like my buddy from uh, my buddy mark is from there and he does warp whistle podcast Mm -hmm. and i'm like that's so fitting that i'm going to be doing this podcast after like and reading through these messages but uh, he just had like a way where like if you posted something online like i always had like certain times where he'd just like check in and he'd Mm -hmm. be like how are you doing like tell me what's going on and then like he didn't need to do that. Like we were like we're friends, but it was just like it was really nice for him to like take time out of his like busy schedule to like reach out. And I know he did that to so many like he was such a great person and he did that to so mm-hmm. many people. And if he knew that you like God, I'm sorry. I'm very bad at talking about stuff like this just because no. like um he just he was such a rating person, where he mm-hmm. just, like, brought happiness to everyone he talked to, and it was just so nice to be able to see him make content on YouTube and on Twitch, and then obviously, I have to say this, and I'm sorry, but um he and I would always pick on Joe, who's bad bit, uh, so <laughs> no way, we would what? just constantly, like, it would just be, like, me and Bobby after... <laughs> Joe. All the time. Like, if we got into, like, a conversation, it would always be, like, completely friendly. And then the second that Bobby would join, I'm like, rest in peace, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And he just, like, he'd always... Oh God, he was just such a great character and Mm -hmm. it's such a great loss for the community and just everyone who knew him and just seeing everyone rally together back in January Mm -hmm. when we did the fundraising Mm -hmm. and his birthday weekend and being able to play games with everyone. It was just kind of like he was there at the time as well, Mm -hmm. like in kind of in the spirit. And I'm just, it's really sad to see that, but I'm just, so happy to see all the connections that we've made online because of him and I will definitely miss my conversations and me joking around and him getting on my case for not responding to him about podcasts and (laughs) him saying like, why haven't you messaged me? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just really (laughs) bad at messages, but at the same time it kind of makes me feel bad at the same time now because I'm like, that's more opportunities that I could have talked to him and just like there is times where I'm just like I should have messaged him more or
3: mm.
2: I did talk to him but like it never like in a way kind of doesn't never feels enough like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like yeah. enough but um, I really appreciate the time that I had talking to him and playing games with him and talking to him um, on his podcasts and um, really am thankful for his friendship for sure yeah.
1: The, the amount of content – and like you said, he'd check in with so many people and wanted to help people. If he heard you were starting a podcast, mm-hmm. starting video, starting streaming, like that was all the invitation that it, he needed. Like he just jumped in and was like, how can I help? Here's this. Yep. And he'd like, – and they talked about it at the funeral, right? Like he yeah. just – he'd hear that some kid needed – a capture card and he just send it. Uh, there was one time that I just got a random package in the mail and it was like a couple of Amiibo that were United States exclusive and super hard to get here. And I just like opened it up and it was like, Hey, you know, like probably some sort of expletive. I knew you needed this. <laughs> you know, like it was just yeah. like, okay, cool. Thank you. What the hell? Um, and it, yeah, it, it, but he also just had so much energy that he could do that for everyone else. And still produce more content than like the rest of us combined, which was wild, and it was almost like you know you hear those people that it's it, like musicians or something that you know they 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 die young or something like that, and it's like it's it's almost like they're just they know they have this limited time and they just do so much. Mm-hmm and it's it's amazing that there is so much of bobby online and in other shows and you know like he he might be gone but like there is so much of him left and it's it's wild it's amazing
2: no, it's nuts, and I like I remember joking around with him sometimes, and I'd be like, "What podcast are you coming out with this week, Bobby?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Because you would just be like, "How are you doing so many podcasts?" Like I am mm-hmm. so amazed by how much like content and videos and podcasts and the it's just and on top of that he also did streaming and like mm-hmm. would like do clips and all this other stuff. I'm like, "How do you sleep, like Bobby?" <laughs> Do you have, like, a team in your basement? Like, what is happening? Like, how are you doing all of this work and then some – and then being on other people's podcasts? It's just – it was phenomenal how much work you put in.
1: I think I asked him once if he had a time-turner, and – like as a, as a Harry Potter fan, I know you'll, you'll know what that, but he just called me like a dork. And I was like, mm-hmm. you're the geek guru. How are you calling me a dork? And he's just like, you're a dork. Just leave me alone. Like just like, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, but like, how are you actually physically doing that much stuff? And like having a full-time job too, it wasn't like his job was streaming. Probably. It was all no. like fun, but he still somehow did, you know, 27 hours of content per day plus a full-time job. And apparently, you know, like, slept and ate and stuff i don't know like just wild just wild
0: yeah and just just as a reminder folks if if bobby ever called whatever you liked hot trash in the summer that was a mark of uh, honor to be to be in that conversation for sure yeah so so just just as a note bobby's content is still out there people still have many memories to share his his youtube channel isn't going away Uh, his podcasts aren't going away. So Mm -hmm. by all means, if you want to get to know Bobby a little better, even if you don't know him and who we've been talking about, after you listen to any of his content, I think you'll get to feel like you know Bobby and the person he was. Yeah, For sure. Awesome. Well, with that, I think we need to talk about something that has brought us a little joy in our lives, and that's playing games, guys. That's why we're here. So with that, Fiona... Uh, yes. I actually heard about this game on a podcast, so I had to look it up because I had to see the video of this. And that is the game you've been playing. So tell us <gasps> all about Loop Hero. I've been
2: playing. Oh, my goodness, guys. Um, I when I love obscure like indie games. And when I heard Loop Hero was coming out. I nearly died, Um, which was funny. I found out the day that it was releasing and uh, my boyfriend said it's releasing at two. And I'm like, why isn't it sooner? It is it's called Loop Hero. Essentially what has happened, um, it's a what they call the Lich has plagued the land with an eternal darkness that has put everyone in the actual darkness into a constant loop. Um, It is a rogue base, um, rogue my goodness, rogue RPG that also has one of my f- oh my goodness, it is uh, a <laughs> it is a deck builder game, and I'm a huge deck builder fan, not just in video games but also in board games as well. So you play as an unknown um, an unnamed hero waking up in the abyss and trying to figure out what has happened. And each day he goes onto um, into an adventure where he is running around not knowing that he's walking around in circles. And each day that he walks around in a circle, more things come about, more creatures and monsters appear, and all these come to life by every time you kill something, you receive cards that actually you add onto the map. So you actually start noticing more and more as you walk around this particular circle, and you also get gear at the same time. The messed up thing... Usually, um, in cases like this where you go to sleep at a campfire at the end of the day, you wake up at a camp and you find out that the people in the camp are forgetting everyone. Um, they'll notice that bags are missing or bags are there, but no one's there, and they would forget that particular person. And the only person that they remember who leave the camp is you, the unnamed hero. And when you wake up the next day to go back on the same path, you start over in a different area and go around and around in a loop until you're able to, uh, you figure out I need to leave for the day. And so (laughs) it is a fantastic, it has almost like a, not specifically gameplay wise, but the look has a very Castlevania kind of 1980s, like the music's there, you're fighting against vampires and other creatures of the dark. And it is a absolutely fantastic game. I, Have been super excited about it and I've been playing it a little bit. Um, I haven't gotten to play as much as I'd like to because of other things, but I was like, after I'm finished with this podcast, I'm probably going to be playing this all night because I have (laughs) tomorrow off. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. It has really cool graphics and the storyline itself is also really great. And it's like already on sale on Steam. So, you definitely should get it.
1: So, question. Not quite related to the game, but a little bit. Yeah. Uh So, mentioning being a big fan of the 80s uh, Castlevania aesthetic, uh, I've seen the trailer for this, and yeah, you're you're bang on. Like, it looks like that. Uh, where your first console that you just mentioned was a Wii. Yeah. Where does the appreciation for nostalgia come from for you?
2: So, I... Was able to like I had a Wii. Um, when I used to go babysitting without my babysitter telling my mom and my grandparents who I lived with, um, I was able to play on um, the Super Nintendo, and I'd always play like Mario games because that's the only game that she specifically had. So I would constantly be playing Nintendo, and as of late, being able to kind of experience these kind of older school games mm. in my twenties, just being like. I am jealous of the people who were able to play this when they first came out, but I love that kind of like style and just like the pixel art um, and just being able to kind of see where gaming has progressed. I almost have like a like it's nostalgia, but at the same time, it's almost like jealousy nostalgia because i look at it and i'm like i wish i was able to play that at the time but um being like going into like the creepy kind of horror kind of games which apparently i somehow have made myself um Acquainted with horror slash like creepy, like HP Lovecraftian games like the um, McGinnis Darkest Dungeon and things like that, where we now have the game like this. Um, And also, kind of hand in hand, I've been watching Castlevania on Netflix, it's been really helpful in this particular case. (laughs) So, yeah, it's I didn't get to play them at the time of their creation,
1: but. (laughs)
2: It's kind of cool to be able to play it now in this particular yeah. age.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome. Uh, a lot of people don't go back, right? Like they they just start playing where they play. And then they – especially I find with, with 3D games, it's it's sometimes hard to – you know, go back and and even like myself, like I I grew up playing NES then Super Nintendo and and it is still hard for me to go back to some of those older NES games. Like when something really obscure comes on like Nintendo Switch Online, I'll go try it and be like, hey, I never played this when I was a kid, and it'd be like, okay, I see where they were going from back in like you know '89 or something like that, but like <laughs> I just cannot play this right now. Uh, so it's 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 always really interesting just to me that you know where. Mm-hmm where that nostalgia or where that appreciation comes from. Cause it, it can be really, really tough. But, uh, then, you know, you get games like this, like shovel Knight, that it's like, you know, do you, do you have to appreciate those older games or can you just appreciate this for what it is? Or is there, you know, a little bit of both. So, um, yeah, thanks.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's been definitely an interesting experience to be able to see kind of these games coming back. And for people like myself or even people who have didn't get to experience the older games, being able to kind of immerse themselves in a different type of gameplay. And what's nice about this is you don't, control where your person's moving it's just constantly in a circle so um you it's a time based you have to make sure like okay i know for a fact that in like a few seconds i'm going to be hitting like a vampire home and you'll see like that particular creature on the map and it's Interesting to specifically see it that way, and I know for myself, I love games like this, and I love 3D games, unfortunately, when it comes to first-person games, and I think this also gives me another appreciation for more indie platformers and like different obscure games, is I get motion sick with first-person games. Yeah. So being able to experience gaming and not feel like I need to take fifteen gravel before I don't take fifteen gravel, it's generally <laughs> the only one as a heads up. Okay,
0: you just mentioned prompting is probably very Canadian. I don't know what that means. Yeah,
2: it is um it is a pill that you can take for motion sickness. You usually I take it. Before, gravel like, no, no, they
0: don't. We've got, we've got, what? um, we've got, um, oh God, I can't remember. It's there's a <laughs> name for what we have. And there's also something else, but we have, uh, C bands now where they're basically those little bands that go around. Yeah, around we us.
1: have those too, but we also yeah. have little pills that you can take to just fix things. You got,
0: no, we we have have you're else. blowing oh, my mind right
1: now. No. Like I you I mean, need... didn't have Smarties or like all dress chips or whatever, but like gravel.
2: Yeah. When I was in the U S yeah. I found out they didn't have them and I'm like, what? All
0: gravel and air need... bonine is what we have in the U S. Oh um, okay. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah, ours just comes exact from a like little Canadians. Containers.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And just making sure that I don't take the I take the non-drowsy one and not the drowsy yeah. one as I'm trying to play. Like, that's a that's whole other good. problem yeah. because I've tried that before and I was on the stream <laughs> and I'm like this is not going great. Um so <laughs> do not do that guys. Um no. but yeah, it's be, it's really nice to be able to kind of see a game like this get so much appreciation because I did see that it's been doing really well on Steam over the weekend um, since it released, so I'm really excited to see more people get into it um, and hopefully get some more appreciation for those types of games I know some of, the, honestly like I would prefer to go back to an old like NES game than try to play Resident Evil 4 on the Wii again, because that was literally the bane of my existence and to this day I cannot I've probably like almost broken a Wii controller multiple times throwing him up in the air and also either through just being scared or through sheer frustration. <laughs> <So> <laughs> um, One or the other. Yeah, Exactly
0: yeah I as someone mentioned when they were describing that game it's almost like a reverse tower defense because yeah. instead of the monsters going around in the loop, you're going around in the loop. So it's kind mm. of interesting and you're yeah, you're so that's 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 really cool. yeah, it's on Steam. so check it out, folks. uh, you know it, it's kind of like great to have these experiences bubble up and have people talk about them. Um one game though, the next game you're talking gonna talk about is a game my son just was absorbed into it. I think it was on or it's on Xbox game Pass. It's called end of the Gungeon.
2: Yeah, I've actually been playing it on Stadia um, because I usually, if I- Oh, you're the one! Yeah. Just kidding.
0: Just kidding. We had a guy we had, we had a very very nice guy Avery from uh Stadia Source on our podcast and we had a really long interesting discussion about Stadia.
2: I listened uh-huh. to that podcast. Oh. Yeah, yes. because um the night that everything went down for Stadia, I went on Sean's podcast and we talked about that um which was that
0: was a great episode. It hurt. He was our guest the, basically the week that that noise came out too. So I, I felt so bad for him but we had a good time.
2: Yeah, no, so I, like, if I can, I always play on Stadia, so Enter the Gungeon was actually free um, for Stadia um, users, so I've been playing that as essentially the second player, Um, my boyfriend plays as the first player, uh, because I was just like, I want to be able to try this, I haven't played it yet, I remember him introducing it, I think it was very, very late after I got off a shift, and he's like, you should play this game, I think you're going to like it, I'm like... Sure. Um, I grab my stadia controller, and I proceed to just throw myself into a hole constantly, uh, mostly just out of sheer entertainment. So, <laughs> Enter the Gungeon, um, once again, you're playing as it's a roguelike game where you're playing as different heroes that go into the gungeon. Um, almost plays as Binding of Isaac is a very good comparison game, um, except it's a little less creepy, and by a little less, I mean completely less creepy. And
0: less poop, probably.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, well, there's.
0: It just keeps coming up in
1: this yes, <laughs> episode, doesn't
2: it? You do get some weird guns. I have not witnessed a poop gun yet, but if I do, I will definitely make sure I tell you guys. It's not um, a real game, then, right? Exactly. I've had other ones. I had one where it shoots like unicorn lasers, and I've had <sighs> other ones where like I shoot guns out of a gun. It's
0: like Borderlands. This is like a Borderlands. Like, uh, Borderlands demastered.
2: Yeah, it's. It's absolutely bonkers. You play as characters going into a dungeon. It is um, you constantly are going through each time you find new monsters, new paths. There are obviously secret tunnels as well that you can find and you're just trying to make your way down to the depths. I personally haven't made a past level two mostly because I have a very difficult time not getting shot um, but it is a very entertaining game. I really enjoy games like that. I enjoyed Binding of Isaac when I I was playing it on goodness what did i not play binding of isaac on there was like the vita the pc <laughs> playstation at the time i i don't think it came to x did it come to xbox
0: i'm assuming yes I
2: on a frit no i'm just kidding i didn't play it on <laughs> a frit um
0: but vita, just, yeah
2: yeah um but yeah it's a very entertaining game it just recently came out but it is a really nice um like a couch co-op that you can play you can also play solo missions as well and when you go into the gungeon you also meet different characters and npcs that you can intru- um, bring back to the surface and they will give you different quests and objectives and items and unfortunately typically as a second player they will not talk to you and they'll say i only want to speak to player one and i'm like <laughs> why <laughs> hi
1: insulting I'm in-
2: I'm a cool little sorcerer, dude. Like, leave me alone. I have played it myself as well, and I did make it a little bit farther. Um, I think I killed the first, bo- uh, the second boss, and then something happened on the third floor that I just, like, instantly died. Um, so, yeah, I would highly recommend that as well. Um, I know all the games that I've been playing are roguelikes, uh, <laughs> mostly because one, time, two... I watch a lot of anime, so it's kind of nice to be able to play like a roguelike and then just have that like kind of on the background. And yeah, it's just been a lot of fun playing those two particular games. I hope to play something a little bit more um, story based and um,
1: (laughs) check back next week when Fiona plays Exit the Gungeon.
0: (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) Where I leave the dungeon.
0: (laughs) But if you're if you're watching anime, how will you get the engrossing story of Enter the Gungeon?
2: I mean valid because obviously anime is just an afterthought. I may I definitely have all my attention on Enter the Gungeon for sure. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: I have no doubts about that. Well, excellent. My son also enjoys the game. He plays a lot of PC games just because he loves the, the ability to, like, hack them and do all these crazy things. And I'm like, are you are you going to get me banned? Are you going to get me kicked off Steam? Um, are you even enjoying this? And he just loves to see how things can be broken. And then he's 15. So I'm oh. glad he's doing that. There's worse things than a 15-year-old kid can do.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's nice that Steam is like a sandbox where they can just do a lot of different moddings and stuff like that. And there's areas where they can actually upload it and stuff like that as well. So for sure, probably the best place to do it. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, that game's very good, and I could see why like it's really great for like a younger group as well because it is it's just bonkers, and the storyline is goofy and hilarious as well. So yeah, I could definitely see that. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, Mark, uh, it's interesting. You're playing a game. I guess you must have been inspired by events of the last week or so with your game. Uh,
1: Yeah, well, I so actually the first game on the list, I'm not going to talk about right away because I'm going to go in a, a roundabout way of how i got to that one so the first the first one i'll talk about is hellblade seno is sacrifice sacrifice which we've talked about on the show and todd and i said we're going to start together and uh and kind of like you know pick at it as the sequel approaches and that kind of stuff and i decided uh with with everything happening in the last couple of weeks uh and not knowing exactly how this game went down uh but i knew it, it dealt with like mental health and um you know grief and and that sort of thing so i said okay well maybe I'll, I'll jump in and it was uh late one night and i i just decided you know like th- th- this is the time to start it up and then i'll tell todd that hey i started this game and um yeah that was a bad choice so Hellblade Sino sacrifice i made it a little bit in and it was just like like ron burgundy drinking milk in the summer like milk was a bad choice let's stop this right now. So I did. And (laughs) with all the Pokemon news coming out, I switched over to Pokemon shield and I've been very much enjoying colorful animals, beating the snot out of each other. Uh, it's great. I've been catching them all. Um, so with, with Pokemon shield, I, I finished the main game and I finished the first part of the DLC, but I never really got through. So the frozen tundra, I think that was the second part of the DLC or some sort of uh, tundra place. Anyway. Um, because basically when I saw that DLC uh, was released, they added my favorite Pokemon, which is a Nidoran slash Nidoking. Uh, so I got my King on my team. Um, and yeah, Elvis and I just kind of like went through and slapped a couple of other Pokemon around. And, and then I kind of had my time with that. So getting back into it now and actually experiencing that DLC has been really, really cool and um, i'm really really enjoying it and it's uh yeah i'm like both sad that i didn't play it earlier but like also happy that i get to uh to play it now and um yeah i'm just kind of leveling up my team and catching some new pokemon and very happy again to uh to have that that King experience in uh in this game because that was like my favorite one and uh he was absent from uh, from this game up until right now so um yeah really cool uh so yeah that that was one of the games that I I took to to uh to like you know needing bright colorful happy things um and you know playing Fortnite with my nephew as, as usual which is uh, which is always fun um but the other one I went like Okay, let's delete Hellblade from my Xbox and see what's the polar opposite of that. So I jumped into Super Lucky's Tale, and that is delightful. It's just this colorful little thing, and I love foxes anyway. So seeing like this cute little fox do a little platformer game – um it it was just so good my son was like watching me play it because it was kind of like a cartoon for him so it was really cool like uh, you know switched off Doug unplugs for a minute and uh and put on lucky and he was just like you know watching all the stuff then he kind of got bored as i was like figuring out some of the levels but like especially like the opening cutscenes and stuff he was like whoa what's going on here so uh yeah really fun game if uh if you know, you, you have a young kid or you're like me and just need like a happy distraction of a, of a pl- colorful platformer. So um yeah, that's what I've been playing.
0: It's uh so bad bad choice colorful <laughs> games. But you, you you recovered quickly, Mark, and that's all that matters, <laughs> right? Did I um, ever? So we quit so is that new super lucky's tale? I don't know. Whatever was on does, Game Pass, I like, just saw because <laughs> I believe it was Super it was Lucky's Tale was a VR game. That it was Super Lucky's Tale was the non-VR game. And they said, you know what? We wanted to redo this again. So there's like new Super lucky Tale. It's the weirdest thing. But right. that's now on Xbox. And actually, it's the perfect cloud Xbox game. Because I have my old, like, three-year-old Android phone that I hooked up to my thing. And it's perfect for that. It runs great. And it's really I think that's touch controls, too. So whenever they finally hmm. say that the cloud is coming to iPhone, and you can do that through their web app. I think it's one of those games you could definitely check out and play, actually.
1: It, potentially. it is New Super Lucky's Tale. That's the one I was playing.
0: It's like the new 3DS, right? New
1: 3DS. But there is, yeah, okay. there's there's like Super Lucky's Tale or New Super Lucky's Tale. Anyway, I was playing New Super Lucky's Tale. Okay. That's the best So I don't know.
0: One. That's the best one? Okay, good. Yeah, because <laughs> Lucky's Tale was a VR game. Oh, okay, of that, okay. Super Lucky's Tale kind of felt like they didn't do enough to make it feel like it was a regular platformer without the yeah. VR. And that's where New really tweaked it to make it a much better game. So I'm glad they Yeah, did. this is this is really excellent. Excellent. Oh yeah, game. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's super very fun, cute. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's
1: but it's also like just really fun, yeah, classic platforming. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's really good. I hope I hope that they do more with this mascot because I, I think, you know, like we used to get so many mascots and some of them were great and some of them sucked, and it's it's kind of like gone away. And we get like, you know mario games that are whatever you think about those and and you know like um playstation's doing some fun things with either sackboy or astrobot and it's like you know xbox needs some cute mascots and and uh you know they seem to be going uh with the foxes uh we've got this guy and the, what's the other tunic um, tunic, the tunic uh, yeah. also developed by someone in halifax which is uh really cool uh so yeah that's um yeah, maybe Xbox will be the uh, Foxbox. Ooh, love that. Love yeah. that.
0: Well, my week or a couple of weeks of gaming has been kind of like enjoyment but frustration. It really has been so weird. Um, so one of the games, I, I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. I, I mean, Fiona, you talk about you, you you regret not growing up in the in the time of old things. I grew up in the time of old things, so I don't actually have a lot of nostalgia when it comes to gaming. Like I survived that experience. I'm like so glad for what's <laughs> new. Uh, but Stranger Things, it just hits that point of nostalgia, but not being like in your face. And hey, remember that 80s tune that we're gonna reference now, kind of like Goldberg's. But this yeah. I think Stranger Things has really done a good job with it. Uh, and the game Stranger Things three season three, I don't know what they call it, is a game that's actually um, came out on all the consoles. It's on mm-hmm. Game Pass. And I i think the best way you can describe this, this is like the zombies ate your neighbor, that game on SNES. Yeah. Very much like that. Um, you play it basically follows the storyline of season three. And but the mechanics are very much like melee, uh, real time. You're just going through that. You have to get different devices to do different things. You attack things. You upgrade. You can swap between all of your uh, all of the different characters. It's a lot of fun. The frustrating thing is though, I'm like, oh, I'm playing on the PC. Of course, it's on Game Pass. My progress should go over to my Xbox, right? It doesn't. No, I'm like, what? I'm... And it says it's cloud game enabled, So I go to my Xbox, keep going that. I did it on the cloud and everything. Nope, doesn't support it.
2: That's ridiculous. Or
0: or it's just not working, which I found with the Xbox of the Series S, a lot of things just don't work at this point. Because it's so early on, like Quick Resume, I've struggled with Quick Resume. And it's maybe because of the type of games I play. But a lot of times, like when I was playing the Medium it would start over with all the screens. And I'm like, oh, it's all load screens and things. So a little frustrating. But, I mean, it's such a fun game that I'm really enjoying it. But I don't want to start over again. So I'm I'm kind of, like, struggling with that. So I'm going to have to play it on PC. Hopefully something will get fixed. But it's still a lot of fun. Um, But it's it's great. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think I'm halfway through, but once again, it follows the I was always wondering like how are they gonna do this? Because it's in like sixteen bit graphics and I'm like, there's that weird scene with uh what's his name? Billy, the weird creepo dude who like seduces the women, things like that. Mm -hmm. Are they gonna show things really gross and they do a pretty good job and they have a little (laughs) bit of sidebars that I think are adding additive to the main story. So I think if you're a Stranger Things fan, and there's been like other Stranger Things games. I think on the Switch, maybe mobile before. But the this the first the
1: one, I believe, was was mobile exclusive. Yeah. And it might have come to something else afterwards. But mm. I remember playing that and being like, this would be fantastic on any other device yes. at, at all. Like, yes. give me this on a toaster, but give me a controller with it. So, like, I might actually – I just set this to uh, to download on uh, from Game Pass. And nice. uh, I think I might – Hook up my eight bit do S N E S controller to my Xbox and really give her
0: a go go deep that way. Yeah. 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 Go deep. Yeah. I don't know when we're getting Stranger Things season four. Maybe this fall. I hope we are, because it's been a long mm. time since I think it was twenty nineteen fall twenty nineteen was the last time we got Stranger wow. Things. So I'm very yeah. excited. And to your point, Mark, and, and and I I don't know how you guys feel about this, DLC is great to hold on to. Because you don't always know when you're going to get at that next bite of a game. So Mm -hmm. I try to avoid playing it right away, like The Witcher. Try to to avoid playing that right away. Uh, And Control. Control's DLC is waiting for me. I love that game, and I'm going to play it when I have time. So I really look forward to that. Um, uh, But then that leads me into my next uh, game, which I played on actually multiple consoles. And that is the Outriders demo. It's a true demo, not a beta. Your progress will carry forward on whatever console you played it on. It's actually cross-play. And cross save, which is great. Oh. So Mark, you and I could play together. Fiona, I assume maybe it's I don't know. Is this a Stadia game? If it is, you could it play is. that. In, okay, so there you go. So all of play together. You and uh, I think it's you play with a, a a team of four. So this game is very similar vibes to a Gears uh, crossed over with Destiny, in a way. Or maybe yeah, because basically you've got that cover based shooter with mechanics that are really good, with guns and things like that. But it adds a class system like Destiny, and that class gives you special abilities. Like there's a fire guy, there's a class called Trickster, which um, can slow down time and do different things. And the way you uh, pair your abilities together with your teammates can be a lot of fun. And there's upgrade mechanics and gear and things like this. It's not a live service game, but it is a cooperative multiplayer game which i think there aren't a lot of options in that territory because i feel like you always get into the pvp versus you know pve which i think is a lot of fun which i think destiny nails halo nails very well i think gears nails very well too but i think this is kind of fun that this is a game that everybody can play and um the problem is this game this is by people who fly people can fly people can fly i think Who, were, yeah. who I believe so they Bullet were... owned. Bulletstorm? Yeah. 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 Epic owned them at one time and then released them to go back. They made the Gears Judgment game and they made uh, Painkiller and also then uh, Bulletstorm. So this is their new game. Yeah. Okay. And Storm, they, the, the when that
1: was first released, was that a Gears demo? Gears 2 or Gears 3 or something like that? I think it was. Was it the, the reason everyone bought that.
0: that? I think so, yeah. But, I mean, that game was competent, obviously. Very kind of offensive in a com- comedic fashion. Not very PC, but that's okay. Um, happy International Women's Day, folks. <laughs> we'll, try to be, we'll try to be positive here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to bring down the room like Burger King. Okay, sorry. Not bringing in politics here, but that's okay. Um, uh, but Outriders, it's it's they, they decided to delay the game, and they have this demo. Your, your progress will go forward. I guess they the, think the game launches at the end of April, and they need time. They need a lot of time on this because I think it's sound in certain ways, but I think it needs a lot of work. The cutscenes apparently making people sick, like motion sickness, because it's got like that unsteady cam. It's moving around. You're like, why are you doing this in the cutscenes? It's weird. Um, yeah. And then they have some issues with like audio syncing. Like I'm in a cutscene and I can't hear anybody speak. Then it goes to the actual talking to people in the little areas where you have to talk to somebody for like, a gadget or something, and all of a sudden the, the volume's way too loud in their their voice. So it was very frustrating because I'm like, I can't hear them, and I try to move the 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 uh, just different areas to change the volume, and it didn't work. Um, and then the other part is people are getting really crazy about this. The loads the load screens to basically mm-hmm. go like if you want to jump across something, you can't do it in real time. And apparently this is something weird because they said because of the multiplayer nature of this, that where people load in, they don't want to get them disoriented. It it goes to a cutscene when you jump. Then you <coughs> it stops. You load back in. Then you crawl over something. It goes to another cutscene. Oh mercy! Yeah, and it's like I thought we were getting beyond cutscenes with you know mm-hmm. SSDs, but that's something they're gonna have to work on. So, but beyond that, I thought the actual playing the game was a lot of fun. So I could see this being a very fun game. I don't know if it's a sixty dollar game, to be honest. Uh, but if they made it cheap, goes to Game Pass, something like that, a PS plus game or something like that, I think they could get a big audience and it, it could have a good life.
3: Right.
1: It was the uh Gears 3 multiplayer beta. I had uh, to look uh, that up. That was
0: bugging me. That would be a great for like, Bulletstorm. Uh, That'd be a great uh segment of best demos that came with the game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. And lastly, folks, I played a little game of trying to get a set of super mario 35th anniversary pins part two so just let you know right now you can do a lot of uh missions mm-hmm. in various ways with nintendo right now to get these ridiculous pin sets that a certain someone has these horrible pin sets that he's taunted me with in canada and i might uh pay fiona a high price to potentially, I don't know, become a cat burglar and you know <laughs> steal them for Mark. I don't know, maybe we'll see what happens. I've got a connection now in Nova Scotia. I'm going to exactly. use it. So, <laughs> so, uh, but these pin sets are pretty cool. They're not your standard. Like I've got a pin set from I think the S- Super Mario Maker uh, that came on the Wii U. That was the mm-hmm. like Best Buy exclusive. I've got that. Still haven't opened it up. But um, these pin sets, you had to, like, buy the game. You have to do all these missions and things like that. Well, this is the second phase of that. The first phase, I completed everything right away. I got my code. And they were sold out. Oh. No. These are p- These aren't exactly, like, hard to make. They're from China. They probably cost them, like, two cents. But with Mark, what Mark's got is probably worth $180,000 on eBay right now.
1: <laughs> Both sets complete. Exactly. Uh I honestly I have not looked up what these are worth on eBay. I've just been displaying them uh next to my uh SNES and Super Nintendo Classic uh consoles just in my little uh s- yeah. So I maybe well, I your McDonald's
0: Happy Meal, Meal Pokemon cards that nobody can get. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, a set. I I'll trade, there you go. Retire. I'll trade, I'll trade those for uh, <laughs> Sir Mario 35 pins and I'm good to go. Um, but then go. so I got I didn't get those. But then they brought announced a second wave. And I don't know if this is their do good moment. Mm-hmm. If it's Nintendo's like heart finally showing to me because I doubt Nintendo has a heart. That's just my personality. <laughs> um, but I have done 14 out of 15 missions, but I've done things that should put me over the limit. I did the Tetris 99 event. I got 100 over 100 points. But nothing showed up yet, so I think it has to end for me to get the points. I did – this is where – this comes being back to Bobby. I made a bet where Bobby was supposed to buy me Animal Crossing New Horizons. I, I hate this game. i like, if you buy it for me, Bobby, I'll play it. Unfortunately, my son wanted to buy the stupid game, so he's got the game. I played it in an hour, okay? Never touched it again. I'm on my son's island. We don't have multiple switches we're not switch rich like a lot of people i know um so we have one switch so i have to play on his island my horrible tent has been sitting there with all of his garbage that he gave me that's my son um and so i'm like you know what i've got to do these horrible missions so one of the missions is you have to go to the official nintendo dream island mm-hmm. and i didn't know how to do it and everybody i asked i asked uh, some friends in nintendo group and they're like oh you do this i'm like It's not working. I can't sleep. I can't find Luna, lady. How do you do this? And they're like, oh, you got to do this. I'm like, well, I tried that. How do I do this? My son's trying to help me. He doesn't know. Apparently, you have to buy it. You have to actually build a house. But then you can go to sleep in this cot, do the dream thing. And I went to Nintendo Island. I did too early. So I'm like, what the hell? Oh, no. Positive note. I was able to visit Bobby's Island. So that was nice. Because that is still still existing. So I got to do it. So I got to... I'm sure I was making Bobby laughing his ass off as mm-hmm. he watches me. And just like, I got my revenge on Oxtra. I'm so happy he had to do this. To
1: yep. <laughs> 100%. Revenge.
0: Exactly. So I did that. And you know what else I did, Mark? That horrible Animal Crossing app on your phone? Oh, no. I did that, too. Why? I'm, like, I'm not going to screw this because you have to get the Mario hat cushion thing. So I get oh, okay. all this stuff and I got it. So I'm like, Jeez. I've got like three things in the bank. I'm at 14. I need 15. So I better get this this time. So tomorrow is the day because on the 9th, I'm supposed to get the, the – I'm supposed to be able to visit the Nintendo Island, mm-hmm. and I think something else happens. So if I don't get this, <laughs> I'm going to go to John Nintendo and give him a piece of his mind. I'm going to sue him with my Joy-Con drift, and I'm <laughs> going to get uh, I
1: I am I am sorry to be laughing at your pain, Todd. That, that does sound like a pain. Um. I I did jump back into Animal Crossing briefly because they have all the, the Mario items and I want them all. But I discovered something that I had either not known or forgotten about, and that is you can only get five items a day, even though I have like two million bells in my pocket. Aside from many more million in the bank that I'm like, here, you greasy little raccoon bastard, take all (laughs) my money and give me the Mario items. And he's like, nah, five a day, bro. And I'm like, I hate you so bad. And there's like a hundred Mario items to like count out how many days that's going to take me. So I think I'm on 15 now and I'm so frustrated, but I keep going back because I got to scratch that little crack rock itch in my brain that the raccoons like, yeah, come on, give me your bells, but only five at a time. And it's like, oh, anyway, so, yeah, that um, Animal Crossing is great. I'm sure I'm going to have to hear yeah. about, that.
0: <laughs> oh, it's Animal Crossing's one year anniversary. Oh, what are all the great, like, I am so tired of, like, it's the Switch's fourth anniversary. I'm like, you don't have to talk about the Switch every year, guys. <laughs> it's a big deal. Stop being nostalgic about a console that's four years old. Ah. See, this is Fiona. Mark loves me, but I am not a Nintendo fan by any means. So I play like two games a year. Bowser Fury might be my only Nintendo game this year. So that's like, I'm just gonna have to eat it.
2: I like I completely understand. I I actually got a chuckle when you were talking about the fact that like you didn't have like an like you have to be on your son's island. My boyfriend's on my island. I have everything like flowers and organized. Not I don't have like an what is it, an A-tier island. I stopped playing it for a little while. But if you go to the very top of my island, there's a house that's just surrounded by trash cans and garbage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's
2: where my boyfriend is. And I'm like, do you really want it to be like this? And he's like, absolutely. So he's like dinosaur
0: bones. He's turned into a shut-in. It's like it's what a hoarder. He's the hoarder on uh, Animal Crossing. Island. It's
2: so hard to get into his house. <laughs>
0: has he, has he gotten by like newspapers does he go in? do you have to call it Animal Crossing Protective Services like, to make no sure he's okay
2: newspapers like actual like piles of newspapers and then you go in and then it's more garbage and other stuff in this house
1: oh my god that's incredible
2: I'm like why would you do this and he's like you have your part of the island I have my <laughs> part of the
1: island don't judge me. <laughs> that's so good I, I when love, there's a little trash that. panda that runs the entire island you have to appease the trash panda god so i get it i, I understand You're that
0: probably like dead villagers in there too <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know you see like a skeleton it's like that's not supposed to happen and that's not supposed to happen in animal crossing i like killing the cockroaches and see their little spirit go that's about my that mm-hmm. that is my next enjoyment but i tell you at one point i feel like it's my five nights at freddy all these freaky furries are following me around. I feel like they're mad if they don't if I don't talk to them. He said, "You've been gone eleven months, Oxy." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Have you been waiting for me?" This is very desperate people. Very desperate people. I love I love that they just have their own little lives though.
1: Like, but dude, absolutely. I don't think they have real lives. I think they're no, just waiting for, for like. Oxtran. Okay, no, for real, like. Cause the, the weirdest animal crossing thing that I've experienced is I just like let my person stay. So at my, when you enter like from my little plane ramp thing, there's two Godzilla statues that are like greeting you onto my Island. Uh, so I'm like sitting there and I'm like texting someone like in real life and just kind of letting my, my person just kind of like bobble around like they do. And like one of my villagers just walks up, Looks at the Godzilla statue, presses the Godzilla statue to make him breathe fire, watches that for a second, and then just, like, buzzes off the other way. So, like, they actually do have their own little agendas. Like, he didn't care that I was there. He just wanted to watch the Godzilla breathe fire and then just, you know, went went on his merry way. So, like, they do stuff, but, you know, they miss you, too.
2: Yeah. Or they sweep dirt paths. Like, one of my, he just, like, he stands in front of his house, sweeping, and I'm like, you know this is a dirt path, and he's, like, (laughs) in the way, and you're trying to get through so you can get to some shells, and you see, like, a massive fish in the ocean, and he's just vibing, just doing his own thing, and you're like, can you please move? And he's just like, I'm currently sweeping, but would you like to have a conversation? And I'm like, sure, by all means, can you, like, you don't have the option to say, like, can you move? Like, you have to constantly try to, like like coax them into like moving away because you decide to put their house in the most difficult to, like place because you don't want to like t- go all the way up the hill then go all the way around and then bring out your freaking what is it the um ladder and then climb all the way down and then there like why do why? Tired. Go into your house.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the depravity level of what people do with the Sims and like they create horror houses and things like that. Horror houses. Sorry, <laughs> I have to elaborate. Use all my my my, my consonants and things. Horror house. And uh, yeah, I would love to see that. That's I think where I'm going to spend my time uh, watching YouTube videos of the things <laughs> of um animal crossing. <laughs> now we found todd was into furries all right <laughs> yeah yeah who knew who knows that's my that's my ongoing theory that actually animal crossing is just mario characters in like furry costumes that's it so we can end there you
1: had to bring that
0: didn't you, you just sleep tight to. chris uh, yeah. sleep, sleep tight kids <laughs> oh, well. Uh, with that, we move on to the news. Man, that we've, we've been having a good time, guys. This is a lot of fun. So, very quickly, we'll cover the news. So, Fiona, you have some Xbox news you want to share?
2: Yeah. Um, shockingly, I'm talking about Xbox. This is the last console I'd ever talk about. Um, but um, the reason why I specifically brought this, mostly the fact that they also mentioned Stadia this week. So, thank you, Xbox, for bringing up Stadia. Um, but they actually announced that all of the games, like, they haven't announced all the games that are coming out in 2021, which right now, especially with so many other platformers on, like, currently in the same space, and Nintendo and PlayStation, which we're going to talk to you in a, about in a little bit, they're now saying, like, oh, yeah, we haven't talked about all the games that we're releasing this year, Um, which seems a little bit odd. I'm not going to come at you, Jason Ronald, the <laughs> Director of Program Management. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting to know that there are going to be like larger games that might be coming out later on this year that they mm-hmm. haven't even announced yet, which seems a little bit out of pocket. Um, so for me, I thought that was an interesting thing to see come up in the news. Um, actually, just came out today um, mm-hmm. that they're discussing the fact that um, it's not something that um, they haven't talked about everything, that they won't be making a announcement in the near future so i'm going to only assume since there's literally 12 months in the year and we're already into month three um it's probably going to be probably around like what used to be e3 time which would be around june when they'll be announcing these particular games or if they decide to have their own little event and by little i mean it's a microsoft slash xbox event it's going to be larger than it needs like a nest i should not be talking this way if i'm talking about xbox xbox is pretty great um i do appreciate the
0: fact that i can play that's okay we allow myself to talk about nintendo and that says a lot
2: see i'm like my thoughts on xbox and i've had this discussion with people who are very much into xbox Sean Capri, that you can (laughs) play these games on your PC, um, and if I want to play a game on the PC and it's Microsoft-related, I will bring up, um, my goodness, uh, my options on my computer, or I'm probably going to play Stadia instead, um, which is a whole other thing that they've discussed, is the fact that they're bringing a new Chromium browser onto the Xbox that is going to allow Stadia. So that's really exciting for me, at least, because like I've talked about previously, Stadia is a huge platform for me and I use it regularly because my computer right now, because thank you, GeForce, for having the worst um options right now for graphics cards that it's making it very difficult for me to get a new computer Mm -hmm. um i'm super happy about that uh that stadia makes it very easy for me to be able to play all these new games like um, immortals that came out in the past few months and um other my goodness in past few months this panor- what we call the panorama has really blended these months together. Um, <laughs> that has been probably about three or four months at this point. Um, but yeah, one th- I think it's kind of interesting, like going back to what I mentioned before, that Xbox is talking about the fact that they have games in their roster that they just haven't talked about yet. Um, is there anything that you guys are particularly wanting Xbox to release or talk about this year?
1: uh for me i'm i'm very excited and interested to know kind of what happens when the Zenimax deals so we just got uh news today also that um they did get approved from the eu the european commission um that's following approval from i think the united states uh securities and exchange commission uh a week or two ago so uh, seems like all the, you know, green lights, uh, pretty mm-hmm. smooth transition for for that. So I'm really excited to see what that means for previously announced exclusives, for new games, for you know, kind of what that means going forward. As far as, uh, man, stuff that they haven't announced yet or released. Like I said, I hope they come out with some new stuff. I hope we see some new interesting xbox ip whether that's uh you know a further development of of you know lucky or another mascot or something like that but I, I hope there there is a little bit more variation than angry space marine and you know the ZeniMax acquisition is not not really moving away from that you know we're, we're yeah. getting a lot more of those more mature games which are awesome but um I'd like to see what Microsoft does to to move into a more family friendly space. Uh that that's a little bit something for everyone, right? So
3: yeah.
1: uh I think you know we're seeing success obviously with Nintendo, but like I said, Astros Playroom and uh Sack Boy for PS five and PS4, or whatever. Um I think I think Xbox needs to do that. And I, I'm sure there there's gonna be some people listening that are like, no, I like my Space Marines, blah blah. But uh you know, I think we're gonna have plenty of that so I want to see what else they're do- gonna do
2: yeah like I think there's definitely space to have both and uh-huh. with us being I say panorama but we're in a pandemic and there's more like there's more audiences um uh-huh. not just like um as a female in the space there's a lot more women playing video games there's a lot um like obviously it's always been kind of a well, kids play video games, and that's a whole other topic in itself, um, and it would be kind of nice, like, you can have the space marines, you can have the guns, you can have the crazy, like, machine things that, like, blast things into the universe. Like, that's super great, and I'm really happy for people who are really into that stuff. Am I? Shrug. But <laughs> um, but I think there could be, like, there, like you said, there's definitely, like, they should have some sort of mascot, at least mm-hmm. to, like, kind of branch into that market because that's definitely an untapped space that I think that Microsoft is really kind of like just kind of ignored. They mm-hmm. like they have the games. They have them there. But I think if they really want to get some like more options and more outlets, I think when especially when parents are looking at, oh, what console am I going to buy my kid? Mm-hmm. Like they're not Yes, Xbox is great, and like it's probably like if the family knows Xbox, then by all means. But if they see like Astro's Playroom and all these other cute games on on PlayStation, or if they obviously Nintendo's known for having like Mario, Pokemon, and the literal entire list that I could go through, but uh, this entire podcast would be just me talking about children's games, that (laughs) it's an area that they definitely kind of fail upon. So I think yeah. that, and that's been something that's kind of always brought, made me a little bit deterred of Microsoft is I like those indie games and I like those things like that are obscure and not just like, I'm a Marine and I'm going into space. Like, I really respect that. I've played those games in the past, but that's not for me. And I know they have those obscure indie games or like those cutes. I'm going to be honest. If you have a cute animal, I'm probably going to be like, that's super adorable. <laughs> like. By right. i mean, like, stray, like, it literally a cat walking around the city that's coming out in PlayStation later mm-hmm. on this year, that it's a little bit upsetting, like, for me, because I'm realizing, like, oh, this indie game does exist, but you guys yeah. never talk about it, because you guys always <laughs> talk about these space marines, and I'm like, I'm not really interested. But now that I have access on my PC to be able to see, like, more of the Microsoft um, area, and knowing that um, Cinemax and... Microsoft slash Xbox have this deal with now has that umbrella with um, <laughs> Bethesda, which uh-huh. I'm a massive Fallout fan. I am diehard to a point where I had a dying podcast about it, um, but I digress there. But it's definitely something I'm really excited about, and I'm hoping obviously they wouldn't be releasing an IP for that this year, but
3: yeah.
2: I'm being hopeful for the future and hopefully that they come out with a game. That's not super glitchy. Yeah.
1: yeah they also, I mean, like this is the company that also owns rare, like yeah. release a new banjo Kazooie release a new conquer. And that's not family friendly. Kids do not no, conquer, no. no. but like there Speaking are mascots and yeah, like there, there are mascots and their fun, different experiences, platformers, whatever that, that I think they could tap into. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they tackle on that end, for sure.
0: Yeah, this is Xbox's 20th anniversary year. Yeah, we talk about anniversaries, and yeah, they get thrown out there, and it's just funny. Like talk about, oh, the joke about the you know Switch is four years old. Let's talk about it for 18 years. No, this is an important anniversary for xbox because xbox potentially could have like died on the vine but they gave Mm -hmm. it enough love they said you can we see value here let's make this happen they can go deep and go back into the original xbox catalog they have rare they could get third-party developers to develop some rare properties if they wanted to or other properties that are long gone they could go brute force it's kind of a joke series But let's bring it back. Maybe there's something there. They could go and try a lot of different things. Voodoo Vince, that was one uh, game that was out there back in the day. That was a platformer. Uh, There's a lot of ways they could go. But let's just be honest. Game Pass is only as strong as the first-party Xbox games. There's a reason why they bought, got EA Play and got Destiny 2 on Game Pass. Because if you've noticed, Xbox hasn't been nailing a lot of games in the last pet. they've been okay um and the only game that's come out on the series x and s that has been specifically for the systems is the medium and that's hit or miss and it's i would say it's it's best a high beer b tier game and it doesn't do anything great and people are lauding it. it's kind of launched and kind of forgotten so mm-hmm. xbox really needs to deliver something that says this is why you bought the console Mm-hmm. It's, you know uh cyberpunk didn't deliver really so mm-hmm. really what's the game that really delivered so far and it's like ac valhalla but that's not even an xbox game that is mm-hmm. a multi-platform game that looks good everywhere you watch it so yeah. I, I think it's time for them to say we're going to deliver because if we don't get anything until halo infinite that's mm-hmm. a year of console being out and saying we really aren't giving you anything that you have to own an xbox for because there's nothing exclusive so um i think it's time for them to say we've got a lot of surprises they're going to be small and big and maybe we're going to announce something that doesn't come out this year but it's going to get your mouth watering but um mm-hmm. most of the games that are going to be coming out i think only the game that is really announced that i think is has maybe broad appeal to a certain extent that's family friendly is psychonauts 2 that once again right. It's going to be multi-platform, unfortunately, because yeah. it was that deal they made, Double Fine made beforehand, mm-hmm. um, and the ZeniMax Studios, unfortunately, they've got two new IP coming out this year, and they're not even going to be on Xbox because mm-hmm. they're PlayStation exclusives. That's Tokyo mm-hmm. Ghostwire and Deathloop. Yeah. So what can they do? It's, it's going to be Starfield. I think that's the game that they talk about because i know you love fallout but i think we've gotten so many fallout games versus other franchises we only got one skyrim in that time and i think it's time for some uh starfield's coming out Mm -hmm. and it's going to be it's going to be exclusive to xbox at least for the first year on game pass day one and it's coming out this fall and it's going to be one of those mega drops kind of like they did with was it um fallout 4 that they said it's out in three months or something mm, like that. There was one of those yeah. games they did that's like, oh, it's out and it's yeah. going out 3 months Yeah, they've done, yeah, they done that before. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it was 4. Yeah, cuz at this point, you know, Game Game Pass has got a lot of fun little games that are typically if they're AAA, they're a year old. Uh, a lot of games have been leaving the service, so it's like what is going to get us really excited about this? Yeah, the but, Witcher's uh, taken off. Exactly. Three. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked and I saw what Bloodstains leaving. So yeah, and, and they don't have long term contracts with games outside of uh, outside of Xbox Studios. And I think that's the long term with it. I think eventually, you may only see on Game Pass, Xbox Studio games, EA Play may yeah. go away, because it gets to be too expensive. And they are buying all these studios, because then they're saying, we've got 23 studios, there's no reason why we can't have five big games a year from those studios and that that's enough plus the the catalog. Um I don't think it's enough to drop all of the Bethesda Studios and Cinemax past catalog because those are games everybody's played already. So it's like, okay, old news. So I think I think it's time for them to do something broad and exciting. And I I can't wait because Xbox is like that thing that's waiting to explode. Just hasn't happened yet. So it's now time I mean twenty three studios and not to have anything big for at least a year. Or mm. two years? Or three years? It seems yeah. like, wow, I, I'm getting impatient. But, oh well. <laughs> I think this is going to be fun. Can't wait. But yeah, we got to have something new. We're hearing rumors, though. There may be an Xbox annou- announcement by Thursday. So who knows? Right. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. But we got at some uh, events that have happened since we last talked. So, Mark, uh, I heard there was a certain Poke Malone yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so
1: uh there there was a bunch of pokemon stuff there there was a post malone concert uh, was what 15 minutes i think i i ended up watching most of it um i thought it was cool like i you know don't don't necessarily gravitate to everything post malone does um but you know i i i I enjoyed it i thought it was cool i thought it was it was very well animated and uh well put together i wasn't sure what to expect whether it was just going to be kind of like him on a zoom call or something but this was like actually you know produced and uh, fully really well animated uh some of the some of the set pieces were like downright beautiful uh going under the water and and uh like in volcanoes and seeing different Pokemon fly around and like you know having Pokemon just kind of like dance and, and you know walk around and, and sing a few of his songs. Uh, I thought it was it was kind of cool and and apparently we're getting more of those through the year, uh, with uh, like Katy Perry and a couple of other artists uh, and then they're dropping an album in I think they said the fall like September October November ish time frame i can't remember the exact uh, time but yeah we're getting like a full pokemon anniversary album uh featuring these uh, these new songs so uh, yeah <laughs> i, don't I even do know
0: i do have a comment though okay the fact that they didn't say i only want a pikachu right. <laughs> really is disappointing <laughs> You just want him to go full dad
1: joke with that one. Oh, I want just, a Pikachu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe Katy Perry. Are we going to get like tagged for like copyright with that? Absolutely. That was a spot on post Malone impression. Uh, I think we're going to get taken down. Um, yeah. But it, on the off chance that we don't get taken down, I'll talk about the other Pokemon news <laughs> that uh, that they announced uh, during Pokemon Day. So that was. Um, a little bit more on Pokemon Snap, which is coming out April 30th for Nintendo Switch. I am very much looking forward to taking some very cute pictures of some very cute Pokemon. That's going to be awesome. Uh, they also announced some like different raid battles and stuff for Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is really you know great if you're still playing that, and some of the stuff for the mobile games. But the the main chunk, the main uh, new stuff, was uh, we're, we're getting a couple of games that are going back to the Sinnoh region if you're not familiar with that, that is the region from Pokemon diamond and Pearl. Uh, and we're getting remakes of those with, um, divisive chibi art style, I suppose is the best way to say it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, for me, I'm just excited to go back to that, that region and that world. And I don't really, I I think the, the art style is what it is. Um, and you know i'm I'm looking forward to replaying those games uh so these are pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl uh so that's that's kind of cool there but we're also getting a game that goes a hundred years i think it's a hundred years uh i think they're going breath of the wild style with this um or anyway it's set way in the past uh pokemon legends Ar- arceus 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 i think i believe yes both of them okay uh this looks more like open world uh different like action rpg style kind of thing like you're you're tossing balls at wild pokemon uh seemingly sometimes without battling uh there are some battles but it seems to be more um open random encounters or something like that like with one pokemon that might be following you around rather than uh, keeping a team. So it looks like a really different take on the franchise. And uh again, that's that's taking place in the same region. So it's gonna be kind of like, you know, you play the games and then you check out the prequel. Um so they're they're Star Warsing it. Uh so yeah, we'll we'll see you know the new addition edition of uh Jar Jar Binksamon and we'll <laughs> we'll enjoy these games. Uh and and so I think the remakes are, are landing this fall and uh Legends is dropping early twenty twenty two. So we don't oh. even have that long to wait for these to drop. Uh Fiona, as a fellow Pokemon lover, uh what were you what were your thoughts on uh this this whole weekend of announcements, but especially the the remakes and uh, and legends?
2: Yeah, I was Really, really excited to see – my goodness, I'm so bad at the um, names. I know it's um, Pearl and Diamond that they're specifically coming out with.
1: Brilliant Diamond and and Shining Pearl. I always get those mixed. If I didn't have the list in front of me, I'd be scrambling.
2: Yeah it's a I honestly I'm really like I'm very very excited for it I personally really love that game and I'm not usually a huge fan of kind of like the chibi style um it's not something I'm super excited about but I think it's it would be kind of nice to be able to go back and venture into that game but I think I'm more excited about Legends um just because it definitely gives kind of the genre kind of like a breath of fresh air, like obviously yeah. it does give off that vibe of Breath of the Wild, but this is a game that's doesn't look like what the other games are like. It's mm-hmm. not the standard like, oh, you have to go around and you have to go to a different town and do this. It's these are before the Pokemon games that we're used to. They you walk around in areas where you might be a little bit familiar, but they don't have the towns and the sprawling crazy cities that they did in the games Mm -hmm. and you're able to kind of just venture off in this open world kind of game. And I'm really excited to venture into that. I think if I had to choose, like if I had to choose maybe like one of the two, if I was just like in my gaming like budget for this week, which game should I get? I would definitely choose legend over going back. Um, And I'm just, I'm very excited to see how it goes. I'm hoping, and this is something I've thought about is it would be kind of cool to have, like, NPC where you have to go up and get, get quests from them, almost like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, and being able to get those things, because it would be cool to be like, you have to go and collect these particular berries from this bush and you're going to get attacked by mill tanks or <laughs> certain things <laughs> that are, like, absolutely crazy. Like, <laughs> there's, like, different options. And you have to, like, sneak around, like, a group of Pokemon so you can, like, grab this particular stone or um, TM or whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited to see how it goes. I love the kind of style that it's going with. I personally, I didn't play Breath of the Wild because I got my Switch after, I'm sorry.
1: I'm collecting my pearls right now. I'm,
2: I'm sorry. I played it for 15 minutes and I killed Link <laughs> by drowning him in a puddle. And I gave my friend back his Switch. And I'm like, I, like, I know you told me not to kill Link, but I totally to just killed him in a puddle. I don't know what happened. Yep. And he's like, what? And I'm like, what?
0: So see, it's like it's like my World of Warcraft experience has now been transferred to your Breath of the Wild experience.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So I I am very excited to see how it goes. I am very, very excited. Also, I skipped black and white. So I'm very excited to start off with Oshawott because I love otters. And Oshawott is just a sassy little guy with his favorite shell. And mm-hmm. so I'm very excited to have my Pokemon journey with Oshawott with his sass.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother is, uh, similarly excited for, um, just the diamond and pearl remakes. Cause that I think is the only generation that he skipped. Uh, so I played, I believe I have diamond and it's literally sitting on a shelf. I could go, jo- go check it right now. But, uh, Uh, he, he, this is like, and we've always gotten the opposite. So he got red, I got blue and we've gotten, you know, the opposite Pokemon games straight through, but for whatever reason, he didn't jump on this generation. So now he's super excited to go play this for the first time. And, And like I said, I'm, I'm excited to revisit it. So, uh, and then like you said, like perfectly, I, I really, really hope that legends is, uh, different enough that they they do throw some stuff exactly like you were describing that they really open up the world in in unique and exciting ways so um yeah lots to love for pokemon news and and that was part like i said of, of why i got back into uh, to shield as well so um yes yeah, so I'm, I'm really really enjoying uh just all the pokemon love yeah yeah todd you want my pokemon take
0: (laughs) no (laughs) not at all uh no (laughs) well i mean if you want to share it i just didn't well uh, i'll just give you my son's take he's not interested at all in the chibi remake because it doesn't interest him but he thinks the arceus looks really interesting to him um but he did point out he's like it's time for a new switch because yeah just the the i mean they can't just put something out there like that and then show those frame dropping on that that one pokemon like that's just not a good look. You want it to be impressive, so mm-hmm. I think he's he's excited for that take on Pokemon, but um definitely not in, in that fashion. He's kind of becoming a tech snob, so and I don't blame <laughs> him. I think it's time for the switch to uh really uh you know move on to a better hardware. So so we have thought. been hearing about uh, a more powerful switch. Uh,
1: Bloomberg just released a report yep. very very quickly. I'll, I'll touch mm-hmm. on that. Uh, what do you guys think? about like a switch pro do you think it's going to be a, a new chipset something faster do you think it's just going to be maybe something in the dock that's upresing to 4k because it, it seems to be still 720p oled screen now on handheld with a slightly bigger screen um my worry is that it's it's not actually going to be much more powerful um i you know it, it sounds like there could be just something in the dock or or um you know and nvidia has some hardware tricks that they can um, basically like decode things like post processing and and res it like the yeah the DLSS M, M classic and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's yep, yep, in the hardware. Yep. Basically building that into the dock. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's kind of my worry is this isn't going to be impressive new hardware. It's just literally going to be upresing things to 4K. What what are you guys uh, quick thoughts on that before uh, Todd cheers his his bit?
2: Yeah i am i'm hopeful i try to be like optimistic in things like this um i understand the whole like keeping it 720 on the handheld um, mm-hmm. mostly because if they try to boost it up any higher it would be another pay increase i'm um, like for the actual console itself which mm-hmm. i don't think people at that point people are looking at it like why would i buy this if i can buy something that's like the PlayStation or because you're getting into almost like PlayStation price territory. If you decided to boost that up for handheld. So I can only imagine they're probably doing something with the actual like dock itself that allows it to be um, 4k compatible, um, which Would make sense with a little bit of a... I think it's... I know it's more expensive currently. Like, with the newer version, it's not going to be, like... I don't... I'm sorry. Off the top of my head. Because I know it's been, like, rumors and everything else. So I'm not going to specifically say if it's going to be more or not. But i'm hopeful um i personally don't have a 4k tv at the moment so i'm not like oh my goodness i need to have 4k um and i'm not honestly like jump like biting at the like bit to specifically get that but yeah i'm definitely hopeful and i'm interested to see how that particularly goes
0: yeah um i'm not so worried about the 4k piece it, i'm really more worried about the actual performance mm-hmm. I don't want a 540, 420p chugging at 12 frames per second, which a lot of the times mm. the Switch does, because uh-huh. it's dated hardware. It's dated. It's based off the NVIDIA Shield, which has been out, you know, it came out in 2015. Yeah. I mean, and if you go back to it's like so it's just it's just not great hardware anymore. Um, mm. I, I could definitely see them using hardware that's equivalent to Xbox One X uh ps4 pro level still be at the 300 hundred dollar price point i i've heard that they're going to go with 720p screens because they're cheap but oled so you get a better it's better vibrancy better color reproduction but there's no reason they ultimately getting 720p is not a, it's, it's it's still going to be a good image but give us 720 at 60 frames per second yeah don't compromise and you can still yeah. do that at at 300 bucks. I mean, you can get cheap cell phones that do awesome visuals and things for 100 bucks. So uh, Nintendo is cheap. They like to make a profit on their systems, but I think that's what we're going to see. Um, they may expand the screen to 7 inches, but eliminate the bezel so they can still fit the form factor. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really only 0.8 inches increase. So it's not even an XL. It's like a barely a. So I think they would eliminate the current Switch, make this the new Switch, call it whatever they want, Super Switch. Switch 64, whatever Ultra Switch, call whatever you want. I don't think I'm gonna change the Joy Cons, but it's an excellent opportunity to reduce Joy Con drift and do things like mm-hmm. that to the Joy Cons. And you don't have to change the mechanics too much of the of the Joy Cons themselves to still fit in that form factor. Yeah, I, I think they could they could redesign the Joy Con
1: slightly, like uh, Joy Con 1.5, but still have the same basic rail system, even the same mm-hmm. basic shape. Uh, so you know, my my perfect scenario is actually slightly different than yours, Todd. Which is, I think they would keep the current Switch as a cheaper model, lower the price. That's your barrier of entry. That's your 2DS at this point, or the Switch Lite would become the yeah. 2DS, yeah. then the 3DS, then the the you know 3DS XL or the new 3DS or whatever. Um, in, in that kind of tiered structure, um, just so there's a really cheap price point, mid tier price point, and then this new one. Um, sure. I definitely agree with. I, I'm not as worried about a 4K. Output as I am like just like lock some games into yeah. 30 or 60 or whatever their target is, um, but I think yeah it would be a really good time to re- revisit the Joy-Con and and but have those backwards compatible with you know the original Switch. So if you just wanted to buy Joy-Con 2.0, they'd still slide into your sure. current Switch. Um, but you know, you could also get them included with this new switch. So, um, I'm hoping we see some cool stuff, but uh, I'm trying to temper expectations that it's just going to be some kind of like.
0: Trick Half it's, it's like the, the extra, extra yeah. it's the extra battery life switch that we already got. But um, yeah. to your point, we could still keep the same switch ability to add those Joy-Cons in because Mark, I've I'm I'm synonymous. I like third-party uh, Joy-Cons that still slide in and give you a full pro controller experience. So it's very possible to just make the Joy-Cons work on any platform and repeat them. And considering there's already 80 million switches baked in. They're not going to eliminate any previous audiences, mm-hmm. but ultimately there's different ways they can give better experiences for third-party games on the old hardware by the cloud. They've already introduced that with other cloud systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you maybe a lower frame rate, lower uh, resolution, so you don't have to leave anybody behind. Of course, what did they do with the new 3DS XL? That's the only way you can play Super Nintendo games on yep. that, which was just weird. I, just so weird, but oh well. Um, sold I think, me on the system, though. Oh, yeah. Because I'm of people. dumb and I make poor oh, decisions yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that old hardware can only be done on the highest level of the current hardware yeah makes no sense oh well um moving on to my little bit of news and this is a little bit of a a boring event I, i've got to be honest uh this event they said what it was going to be updates on games they previously announced and this is exactly what they did with the playstation state of play uh basically all the games here primarily did get previous announcements, but we got release dates. That was the big announcement. So I can't exactly say this was going to blow off the, the 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 doors off anybody, but we have new games coming and that's important for that are exclusive PlayStation. Xbox hasn't been able to say that because they've been quiet. So we're hoping they do. But kina Bridge of Spirits, coming out on PS4 and PS5, August 24th. That's an indie game and it looks really fun. It looks really good. It looks really pretty. Um then we also have Returnal coming from House now, this is funny. I make jokes about this for this uh, developer. Somebody says Housemarky, somebody says Housemark. I don't know what it is. When I hear Housemarky, I think of Bismurky the rapper. But regardless, this is a uh, second party developer making an exclusive PS5 game. It looks ridiculous. It looks awesome. But this is a roguelike game where you repeat your progress and it's the most prettiest roguelike game I think I've played in a while or seen in a while. So this is coming out in April. Yeah. Then we have Oddworld Soulstorm, which quite honestly, did anybody ask for Oddworld to come back? Nobody did. Um, I hope they put this as a PS Plus game because I don't know if anybody's going to buy this game. It's like the franchise that no one
1: ever wants, but they just keep putting out games what? and like someone has to play them. I just don't know that person. So I don't play the Oddworld games because they've been going for like a hundred and three years. Xbox,
0: that was like an excuse. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if if this is your like jam, let me know because I want to know what the appeal
0: is, but like they just keep putting out games. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's it's something. The people that are trapping those people in their Sims houses as horrific people. That's who that. That's the people who like those games. Oh well. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 is getting the basically the next gen version. PS5, also I believe Xbox Series X versions, where they're taking advantage of the full hardware. It's exciting if you want it there. I already played it, and it's a free upgrade. So um, if you've not played it, I loved that game. I'm not gonna revisit it just for those upgrades. Um, Knockout nice. City already announced at the Switch event, but it's coming to pretty much every platform. Check it out. The game that blew my hat off is called Sifu. Um, this game looks ridiculous, but this is by the game made the the, the company that made Absolver, um, which was on Xbox. And it was basically a uh, combat game. This yeah. game looks like. God, I don't even want to call it. Like um John Wick or uh the Daredevil fighting mechanic scene in the hallway. Um uh, combat, but it's got a roguelike element where you die and they get older, but I think they have learned they've become wizened. And wizened? Wizened. <laughs> Sorry. You're you're the
1: older, forward. wiser one here. I don't know. So uh, I'm gonna leave you with that sure. word uh
0: Man, it, just looks, let you go with it. it looks awesome, almost like Raid the that raid series, the movies. It just yeah. looks like a fantastic combat game. You don't get a lot of those where it's actually just using your um you usually get fighting games like this. This is a little bit different. So I'm very excited about this game. This was a new announcement. Um I don't know if it's a PS5 only. Oh, it says PS4, PS5. I don't know if it's coming here else or if it's exclusive, but that had me exciting. I had excited. Mm-hmm. Um then Hyperlight Drifter is making a game called Heart Machine also coming to PS4 PS5 in 2021. But cool. Nice I
3: don't
0: know about it. Kind of pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh then another series that keeps coming back and I don't know who's playing this game, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach revealed. Um don't know if it's on PS4 or PS5. A lot of these are uh but apparently it's got new mechanics that so you can actually run, which I think is kind of odd that you could never run before or hide, I don't know.
2: That was so, the whole aspect of it, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. so so this this
1: series, I, I, I'm not sure if they play it or if they're fans. So I was playing, like I said, playing Fortnite with my nephew and, and a couple of his friends, and one of them was talking about the possibility of Five Nights at Freddy's skins coming to Fortnite, and they were all losing their minds and saying like that's going to be the best thing in the world. Where meanwhile I'm running around as the Terminator and losing my friggin' mind. But like these. Kids. So like he's he's nine years old. So it seems like the nine ten year old generation was like absolutely losing their shit over five nights at Freddy's. And I'm like, I don't care. Just give me the predator. And uh, so anyway, like that might be who this is for
2: yeah it's mostly like large gaming youtube channels like markiplier plays uh, five nights of freddy's so you see all these kids like really excited about him mm-hmm. um there's other ones as well like pewdiepie who also plays a series and was actually like one of the series that he started off with along with like amnesia so it's one of those things where it's a bunch of, like, obviously, if, like, it's definitely a scary game. Like, it's not just like a, oh, I'm gonna have fun and run around and play with, it's like, these are terrorizing you. And the premise is, like, you used to just uh, sit in a, essentially, a booth at night at a restaurant and you're supposed to just be the security guard and you weren't allowed to run because the whole thing was if you venture too far out of the booth and a robot comes after you, then you're, you're essentially dead. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's a lot of these huge names on YouTube and on Twitch, who play this. And so now everyone's like, Whoa, it's like five nights at Freddy's. There's also songs and merch and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. (laughs) um i'm not particularly excited about it i own them but i do not play them they just sit in my like (laughs) library like you should play a horror game and i'm like absolutely not five nights at freddy's you can stop and then that's
0: it (laughs) (laughs) but you want to play us play us please oh yeah sorry it's my freaky voice so (laughs) i'm not weird yeah Oh. oh well uh Mark's give me the the stink eye. <laughs> oh wow uh, uh, i got, quite amused by your voice actually. Oh, I thought God. that was a pretty, That's pretty what I'm good here good for. creepy voice. I'm gonna hear oh, that nightmares. Gotcha. My my son doesn't find me entertaining anymore either. So <laughs> um and uh then we had Deathloop. Uh, Deathloop got a new trailer. This is coming to PS5 and PC, so it might be coming to Stadia. I don't know. It might be coming to Steam, most likely. Um but it just looks like a fun, like Repeat time, uh, that t- Tom Cruise game uh, or movie, uh, was it mm-hmm. uh, Edge of Tomorrow? I just saw a Boss Level on Hulu, yep. which is Frank Grillo, same thing. Repeating the same experience, but you have to get through it to eventually take out the person that keeps killing you. This could be a lot of fun. This is by Arcane, who made uh, Dishonored. So mm-hmm. this could be cool. Once again, coming to PlayStation, and even though the studio is now officially owned by Xbox. It's going to be so
1: weird to see Xbox Studios Presents. A PlayStation game. But this is one of those games that I'm wondering if Xbox will come in swinging and be like, listen, PlayStation, if you want the next Fallout, get rid of this exclusivity deal or at least cut it short or s- do something because guess what? We can take some really big shit away from you now. So give us something small like Deathloop. Like I'm really wondering if Xbox is going to just come in swinging
0: like that because they can right now. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know I think it's like anything. A game being out a year essentially loses so much mojo, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I think a year is the amount of time you can do an exclusive and still get some heat. Which takes me right to Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII remake, which there was rumbling. This is going to be on everything else. As of right now, it's been almost a year since this game has been out. No rumblings. This is coming to any other system yet. But mm-hmm. they did get this weird upgrade for PS5 called Intergrade, which then gets Yuffie DLC, which the only way you can get this is if you get the PS5 version, which if you bought the game, you get that for free, the upgrade. But if you get the PS Plus version, which is coming out, it's not free because you didn't pay for anything. So it's just a cluster, but it's Square. So this yeah. is like PlayStation saying, well, this is what we did for you, but Square wants to say we want to make, make making money off of this. So I don't understand. My son was excited because he loved it. We'll see how it goes, but uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is also free right now on PS Plus, so check it out if you want. Uh, then lastly, that was the event, so I would say underwhelming, but but you know ultimately it's just telling you what's coming, so I, I'm fine with that. Uh, but then they did announce some weird things through a GQ article, which I found was weird. Why bother? Why do we do this? Makes no sense. But essentially, they have PSVR2 is happening. It's going to be a single cord. It's going to be redoing the uh, the, the motion controllers to have a real experience. No, no understanding of when that will be coming out. Um, but it does tell everyone that we've made an investment in VR. It's going to continue. And they then said, oh, by the way, outside of this event, which they could have talked about in this event, there's all these VR titles coming to PlayStation VR, which is Doom 3 VR Edition, which happened on Steam a while ago. And I think Valve uh, Index. Song in the Smoke, which looked pretty cool. Uh, Fract, which also looked pretty cool. I'm not going to go into much of these because I don't know much about them. I don't have PlayStation VR. Um, my friend Sean does, though, so he really this. I expect you to die to the Spy and the Liar, which I assume the first game you didn't die. I I guess so, yeah. Or maybe it's a new character.
1: Yeah, sure, maybe. sure. He died, yeah. but they're taking not a page to. out of James Bond book, and there's uh, there's no time to die
0: at all continued tomorrow repeatedly. doesn't die until you do exactly. um, <laughs> and then zenith uh, another uh, game and then after the fall so lots of games come to playstation if you own mm-hmm. a vr ps4 uh ps5 so this is exciting we've mm-hmm. got one more round all right we're down to clown and we're gonna do that with a little bit of 20 questions so we've turning this on its head a little bit because we're going to do video game characters not video game games so this is a character hopefully mm-hmm. that's not too obscure so we can all guess this so the way we're going to do this is really quickly um uh i believe ladies first so we'll have you fiona have your choice and mark and i will have to guess
2: okay well i'm very excited because i thought about this i came up with a few but i think this one is unique and entertaining
1: okay mark so uh question one then okay um, does this character have a game on I'm going to say modern consoles but I'm I mean I'm gonna say like ps4 Xbox one switch era not not necessarily like ps5 Xbox uh, series so is this a PS that that era the, is there a game on that that era? yes okay. So it's a more modern game. Todd, do you want to
0: ask question two? Uh, Is this a licensed game?
2: Oh, goodness.
0: So, TV, anime, uh... Oh. Uh... No. Okay.
2: It's not... I should have, but no.
0: (laughs) Good to know. Okay.
1: Okay. Um... Let's just straight up narrow it down a little bit. Is uh is this Oh balls. Um is this a is this a female protagonist?
2: I'm going to say that it is they are non-binary. So technically like gray area. They are yeah.
0: Gray area. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna build on that. Is this a I don't want to say mammal, but is this a, is this a, um, non, uh, is this an organic character? Yes. Living yeah. and breathing full of blood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a vegetable. I don't know. Could it be a vegetable? <laughs> Sorry, crap.
1: Those are super popular VeggieTale games. Uh, is a Pikmin a
0: vegetable? What's...
1: A I don't what? Know. Is a Pikmin a, pigment pigment?
2: a Yeah, I guess.
1: Maybe? Maybe. I You're guess. Really around, right? I don't know. I don't
0: want to. I don't don't want to know the
1: biology of a Pikmin right now. I'm (laughs) trying to figure out a character. Like a biology of a Kirby. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Is this a platform exclusive character slash game? No.
0: Does this character character speak or have text based dialogue? Either one. No. Oh, silent character
1: so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this is a waste of a question but uh with the the non-binary not necessarily a female character i'm wondering if i should ask if you see this character or if it's an maybe if it's an avatar todd are you thinking that's a that's a decent line of questioning like is is this a create a character avatar for yourself does that you think that makes sense as, a, as like a not like a
0: disembodied voice or something?
1: Well, I'm just I, I I'm I'm thinking um, even even along the lines of Are we supposed to are we like, be able to talk?
0: Can we talk to this? I think this? you I and I should be able to talk to it. Okay. it, right? Okay,
1: um, like a, like phoenix from from Immortals phoenix rising like oh, not you a defined whatever character you, want. you know
0: what i mean like gotcha. it or it's like a sim character or uh, yeah you just you select right. whatever you, you know, want create a it's character a, like
1: yeah. hero from uh cyberpunk or whatever like it's it's whoever you want it to should be you, right you know, say, like, do you create this character is a fair question yeah maybe okay okay yeah do you create this character no uh balls okay
2: <laughs> no worries
1: <laughs> it's longer than yeah. <laughs> it
0: Okay, so you don't create the character. It's it's organic, um, doesn't speak. Um uh oh, let's go to is this a MMO? No. Okay, oh, MMO-based character. Okay, not MMO based, okay. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> so
1: it's a modern game, not a licensed game. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily female, potentially non-binary, organic, not platform exclusive, not a speaking character, not a created character, and not from an MMO.
2: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Holy sweet balls. Um. Multi-platform. Um. Yeah. Well, we said yeah. an MMO. Any other genres, platforms, things, platformer. Uh, yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. Is this person from an RPG mm. <laughs> Ooh, they have RPG elements that's the part part, right? So, okay, she's thinking like RPG elements okay <sighs> all right.
3: okay is this a
0: uh is this a de- is this developed in the United States or North America? Or is that too broad? Should it be like Western developed. <laughs> is that the best? Is that the best term? Yeah. Non-Japanese. Is that? The, I don't know what the best way to say that.
2: I is. mean, non-Japanese is correct. Yes.
0: Um, Oh,
1: she's being real sneaky with that
0: one, though, Todd. I don't know if that's a a narrowed down. It could be it could be be one of those famous Canadian developers you keep talking about, Mark. So I
1: don't. Yeah, I mean, could be English, Swedish. It could be anywhere. You just basically non-Japanese. So I'm going to I'm going to do non-Japanese as uh, as number 10. Okay,
0: we're halfway through right now. I'm curious what Fiona does when she runs out of fingers. Going That's
1: down, interesting. counting down. Oh, oh okay, cool. Ah, I, I you figured know. you were gonna like start again. Start yeah. start on the toes.
2: Just start flashing my hands all the time. Yeah, like twelve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Not platform exclusive. Oh mercy. Is this an indie game? No.
0: Ooh. Ooh. So we get the publisher. Um is so, it's multi platforms. Could be, um, so it's wait. Did we say this was Western developed or non Japanese? Oh, she just it
2: is Western developed. I'll say
0: non Japanese. Okay, um, let's see. So, is this an Ubisoft game? No, no, Ooh. okay,
3: okay,
0: non binary organic uh not mmo
1: not an indie because i was i was trying to think of um what's what's that uh the game called where you're just like a pile of goo that you're like a horror thing like i was thinking that because that's like a biological compound but it's yeah it's not uh that's an indie game and this is apparently not an indie game uh so i'm back to freaking square one um
0: I mean, so we've already taken out Ubisoft. Uh, what else is there? There's um, Activision, there's mm-hmm. Rockstar, 2K, um, uh, yeah. EA, Bethesda, um, ID. Um,
1: what is that? I, uh, we don't know if this is a, a human character. I kind of want to knock that one out. Yeah, is this a human character?
2: Technically
1: yes technically, technically yes what the shit
0: I, <laughs> okay. I'll
2: explain later
0: <laughs> okay but I, is this <laughs> you shoot people in this game yes shoot people okay I don't know how though is it first person second person first person a person
2: okay are you is this a question or are you just,
0: no no I'm no, just no no he I, burned I, his oh, question yeah. out
3: by the people. guns, with
0: guns. okay
3: <laughs> pew 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 <laughs>
1: Is this game available in VR? No. Okay. Damn it. Okay. I was thinking maybe technically human, I was thinking maybe something like super hot. I was just trying to eliminate that.
0: Do you play this game in the third person? Technically not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I will explain.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Okay, okay, I wanted a video podcast so now.
1: everyone could see how absolutely <laughs> like stunned I am right
0: now. No, we're on. This is very seventeen tired. right now. Mark is very tired. He dealt with toilet poop, or a uh, bathtub poop, so he's very struggling. With- I'm
2: so sorry. <laughs> well, that's Once you hear it, I will make like it does make sense once you hear who it is.
0: But <sighs> you shoot well,
3: so, I feel really bad. <laughs>
0: it's we haven't figured out the studio. It's not, it's not, not, uh, it's a Western studio. Yeah, so I don't know, Mark. Um, doesn't talk.
2: I If it makes, like, if it helps when it comes to, like, the gender, because you specifically asked about if it's a female. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it depends.
0: But you, so you, do you choose the gender of this character? Let me ask one. Yeah, because it's, you,
1: no, because it's not a created character.
0: You yeah. don't create the character. Yeah. We already knocked
1: that one out. So... Huh. It's a it's a it's a non-binary character by design, I would assume. Human like that, that that's human like. So what's a game with huh. and it's not third person, because I was thinking maybe like the the default um from Valhalla, where it's it's uh you're you're mostly playing as female Ivar, but but it switches to male. Yeah, and Portal, um, you're.
0: Think of like the Portal protagonist. You are a female, I believe, in that game.
1: Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um.
0: Wait. Oh, what's oh um? Uh, so we this is multi-platform, so it could be PC, Xbox, PS4, and uh-huh. Switch. Um. Okay. We're still at fifteen. We got to ask. Just ask them, No, just we're not at fifteen. Question. We're at seventeen right now. Are we at seventeen? Are we? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just throw another question. I'm gonna. Do you want me to throw another question out there?
1: Yeah, go ahead. My brain stopped working. Uh,
0: so is this a uh, is there <laughs> is there platforming in this game? Jumping on levels, things like that, tra- traverse. God, this is gonna.
2: You know what? I'm realizing that I should not have chosen this. <laughs> Technically, but you're not.
0: Or not? Oh, are you controlling this character? Maybe that, is that? Are you actually controlling this character? Maybe, Mark?
1: Yeah, me. Uh, it sounds yeah. like we may not even be controlling this character. So, so not. I'm trying to think about how to. Word, so not controlling platforming. Um, okay, yeah. Are you are you in control of this character at
0: any point?
2: God, this is so. Just, why did I choose this? This is like
0: Sims, is it? Like EA? No. Okay. I, I mean well sorry, you didn't have to answer that.
2: I, I mean I'm I'm giving you a like a freebie.
0: A freebie no, on that one.
2: It's not EA or the Sims. Um, Uh-oh. <sighs> Uh-oh. um
0: I'm not feeling smart.
2: No 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 no. It's because I thought this wasn't obscure um and apparently I was incorrect. Um. No. Um. Goodness. My apologies. What was your question again, Mark?
1: Do you is this like a character you control, or is it, or is it, um, uh, like a an NPC? Oh, good question.
2: You don't control the character. What? You don't control the character.
0: Well, this could be an NPC. I didn't even think about that. Like you aren't the main character. You're just—it's a character you meet along the way. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. We have
1: um, two questions left, Todd.
0: Okay. So did we so we did say that this was a game that came out during the PS4 Xbox One era. So it's not like an hmm. old franchise. Um, is this a? St- Do you want me to go th- through everything that we've we've done so far? I, no, I think I've got a question. Okay. Did this debut? On these set of consoles. Like, there wasn't a part of a series.
2: Um, It did not debut on console.
0: Oh, so debuted on PC. Brought to consoles. But very, very, but very recently. It's not an old series. It. Let me see
2: because it's a part of a series.
0: Oh, boy. Mark, I don't think we're that even closer. This is not helping us any... We're getting to, Um, like, not even to a character.
2: If you want a date, it goes back to, like, the 90s.
0: Oh, boy. I'm screwed. I don't even understand this, (laughs) then. I mean, we didn't do... Oh, Blizzard, that's... Is that... Oh, God, it could be Blizzard. Could be... Could it be a Diablo? Game No, she's okay. She's answering questions. She's your poker face is not helping you. I'm sorry. Okay. No, she's not. Yeah, so it's not Diablo. (laughs) Oh, what about like, um, oh, no, it's not first person, right? It's not third person. It could be like a uh, Overwatch. No, you control the character. I don't know. So, okay, so
1: what we have so far before we list off our 20th question, we have it is a modern. It was it was a game on modern consoles, but apparently a, a franchise that goes back to the 90s, um, when the first game was written on a stone tablet. Uh, it is not a licensed game using licensed characters because I was thinking it was maybe going to be something like uh, RPG with or um, like Kingdom Hearts or something like that or what. But anyway, um, it's a non-binary or at least non specifically female character. Um, It is a human or organic character. It is not a platform exclusive game. It is not a speaking character, not a character that you create. It is not an MMO. There are RPG elements. It is Western developed, not an indie, not by Ubisoft. Technically human, which is throwing me right the hell off. Uh, (laughs) Yes, there is some shooting people in this game. No, it is not a VR game. It is in first person. You do not control the platforming of this character or the character themselves. And it debuted on PC but was later brought to
0: console. I I'm I'm struggling. I don't see a path mark. Yep. Um
1: the- I'm going to kick myself, too.
0: I know I am as soon as you say, like, what this is. Is it like an amusement park tycoon or something like that, and you're one of the patrons? (laughs) Uh, So we have one left. I want to – man, what's the game with the girl
1: and the pig and the stuff? Oh, Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, that one. That's not that one. That
0: was was not from my first
1: perspective. Yeah.
0: Half Life is it? no, because you're friggin' defined. It's a first there, person. As well. But yeah. there could be Alex, but you're defined gender. No, it's not VR. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like it's uh. What's what's the villain name? But she's not organic either. The villain. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Diablo? Yeah. Well, she said no Diablo. Hmm. Third, that's that's what uh. Not third person. It's over top. Yeah. View. Yeah, so I think, yeah, Mark, I I have no clue.
1: Neither do I. I wanna, I want, I mean, I I want to use our twentieth question, so I'm going to. Um... Bloody hell! Can you play this game? No, forget. I'm not. No. Um, <laughs> is this game on Switch?
0: No, no. we. Go. Yeah, so it's. PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, Plus, PC yeah, franchise yeah. that came forth. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Nope. Okay. Um. Well, Mark. Uh, I, I'm.
1: Yeah. I have no sweet clue. I'm like racking my brain. Um,
0: I'm. I'm gonna guess it's Plants vs Zombies: Garden I, Warfare.
2: I like that guess. I really like that guess, but no.
0: Pity points. Okay. Yay for me. <sighs> I like. Yeah, I'm
1: really throwing like thinking something like Minecraft or something even, but like that's not dating back to the '90s. Oh, no. um, okay. Yeah, shit. I have no idea. You you definitely stumped us on this one.
2: <laughs> um. So the original came out, I believe, in 1994, 1996. The <sighs> game that I'm specifically referring to actually came out um, February 5th. 2016. It was by Fraxis and published by two gay, um, 2K Games. Oh. The gender specifically, it does not matter because it depends on who's actually playing the character. And It doesn't matter who, if you're a female or a male, but you are a, dressed as the commander in XCOM 2, where it is a turn-based tactical role-playing game oh where God. you are actually <laughs> <laughs> Um, I specifically chose this one because I thought it was like going looping back in with like Sean Capri and Bobby because my very first time I was ever on a podcast I talked about XCOM with Sean Capri and I specifically one of my other favorite game genres are turn based games and so I specifically chose this character because one you're technically the character themselves I said that you're technically human because at the beginning of this game you're actually your particular person, the commander, the very first mission that you do, you're saving the commander from the alien group because they're trying to augment, augment you with alien DNA slash mech. And yeah, I love this game.
1: I've heard you talk about this game on podcast. I'm frustrated yes. that I didn't even just like start Googling XCOM characters
2: because I love the fact that like, it always gives me like just chuckles because everyone says like commander and you're just like <laughs> I'm like
1: <laughs> but like I should have just started googling XCOM because I was like I've... oh man All right. yeah that was that was a good one yeah that's, that's... that was pretty good
2: yeah, yeah. I felt really bad because I'm like I'm just realizing that it's just like. It's a published game, but it's just obscure enough that unless you <laughs> play, and I also then realized I'm like, man, I specifically said I do, I'm i not a huge fan of like got, like marine like tech gear when this game is specifically characters in marine tech gear fighting against aliens.
1: You, you've you been playing the long con since this podcast started. So, you were just setting us up to be like so anything but something that's a shoot game, right? Not a first
0: person.
2: It's Yes, but you never see your character and you actually don't exist. Oh, that's because, what
0: threw us off right there. Yeah, yeah yep. that's
2: the problem is because yep. you walk into like there are certain cutscenes where the character like walks into a room and that's the only time that you actually see the character physically because technically the commander is sitting back in base. Instructing these characters to attack mm-hmm. aliens in certain areas, and it's like you have like a percentage on to shoot and like defense, and that's why I couldn't say it was third person because you're technically not even there.
0: I'm calling shenanigans, <gasps> I'm, sorry.
1: We will never I'm calling have this you stump the hell out of yes, us. And I will, Todd's we will just never uh, not
0: have like a fluffy character that has a name. <laughs> that was <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Good. That was, that was so good. I think. We uh, I think this is a good time to end the podcast, I will yep. say though. Uh, just to let you guys feel worse, I was going to pick Daxter from Jack and Daxter, was my character. I would have got that. I was going to pick Cool Spot. Ah, and you'd have to listen to this podcast to get it. So, <laughs> go, uh, so we, we'd have been a little bit flim-flam here. Well, that was excellent. Hopefully my, uh, that. My, my that, other right.
1: choice was going to be the dolphin from Wave Race. I was going to go real Ooh, mean with that one. Active.
0: The most no. famous dolphin of all.
1: No, the dolphin from from Wave Race. Or Mark's
0: it. tattoo yeah. on his ankle.
1: Uh, no, I have a shark on my arm, not a dolphin. Where's my shark? <laughs> oh no, that's the
0: shark. that's your tramp stamp. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yes, dolphin tramp stamp that says Todd right above it. So oh. you're you're always close.
0: Love that. Oh well, if anybody got that, let us know, and we'll give you something because I think that's worth it right there. That, 100%, you have to prove yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Awesome. So this has been a very fun episode, but before we leave, Fiona, tell people how they can find you and all and they want to know all about the fan fiction about XCOM. Please tell them how they can find me and ask them <laughs> questions.
2: Well, I definitely need to make sure I'm playing XCOM in the next few weeks, um, especially on Twitch. I actually, I took a little bit of a hiatus because I actually started my own podcast with a group of people over at Point in Progress. Um, we talk about games, nerdy stuff, Hell's Kitchen, because we're all obsessed with Hell's Kitchen. We have a watch party each week where we just sit down, get like food, and we watch Hell's Kitchen.
0: Oh, I of um, thinking about Daredevil. Oh. where he
1: goes.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> no, I'm like what? And the
1: comic book nerd has entered the conversation. That's true.
2: <laughs> and we really want to make a huge focus on like accessibility as well as representation, which is a huge um, goal in our um, podcast. So that started up. So I took a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm coming back this week. Probably going to play Loop Hero um, over at twitchtv ceramics You can also see all my shenanigans and my rantings about. Probably all sorts of nerdy stuff over on Twitter with the same thing. And every Tuesday, I actually sit down with a couple of friends over at the penultimate conquest and we talk about the final season of Attack on Titan. And it's definitely not giving me complete anxiety and depression because of it, because that is a ride and a half, guys. A ride and a half.
0: <laughs> Naked, big, giant bodies. Could be better.
2: Exactly, with no genitalia. There you go. <laughs>
0: Thank you. had thank my
1: interest and then you lost it. I'm oh, sorry. It was this
0: close. There's a place on the internet for that, Mark. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: or on my back tattoo of you, Todd.
0: There's plenty of real estate to add on, Mark.
1: <laughs> oh, mercy. This went off the rails real quick.
0: Well, we didn't scare Fiona away. Well, at least she didn't mentioned she was scared so that's good yeah, so no. mark uh if people aren't scared as well and they stick around how can they find us well you can find us uh we've we've
1: consolidated our twitter accounts i think i mentioned it last time in this show uh maybe yes uh so anyway you can find us all at secret friends U, uh or you can find me at the underscore canardian or todd at t oxstra uh, subscribe rate us on uh, youtube Big uh, push there. Todd's been really, really great at adding all of the Seeker Friend shows to YouTube. Uh, so go subscribe over there, rate us on your favorite podcast services, and uh, and share us on Twitter. It really helps, uh, you know, um, help grow the show for sure. Uh, we also have t-shirts and different. Items and things over at Tee Public, and uh, all the proceeds from there go to uh, help uh, local charities or some charities that, uh, that Charlie's involved in mainly that uh, that helps uh, kids. Uh... Is it specifically just in, in his area? I think it's kids like straight across it's, the it's, U.S., right? It is. It's an
0: organization yeah. that goes and, and visits kids who are sick in hospitals, gives yeah. them comic books and other things to keep them, That's and they awesome. actually do visits yeah, it's awesome. in cosplay. So it's very mm-hmm. good yeah it's it's very much doing good in the world where we need it for sure yeah so that's over at uh, T public excellent well that is it for the episode thank you for joining us I hope you had a good time that's all we want is to make people understand the joy that gaming gives us all so mark Fiona awesome as always to have you with us this week and as always it's always better to game together we gotta wrap some Pokemon you
4: just do the singing Take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. I want to be the best that ever was. To beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Tata, Fero, Pity, Sea C- King, Jodeon, Dragonite, Gastly, Ponyta, on Vaporeon, Folly, Rath, Butterfree. Catch them, catch him, gotta catch all, Pokemon. I'll search across the land, look far and wide, release from my hand the power that Wobbuffet, Pollywag, Nidorino, Golduck, Hypersword, Climber, Victory Bell, Bull Train, Nidoking, Farfish, Abra, Jigglypuff, Kingler, Rhyhorn, Clefable, Wigglytuff. Catch him, catch him, gotta catch em all. Gotta catch em all. Pokemon! Soup, Better, Prime, Meowth, Onix, Shield, Dude, Rapidash, Magneton, Snarlack, Gengar, Tingle-On, Goldene, Spiro, Weezing, Seal, Garado, Slow. Gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all. To make a dabro with the bell. Hiddo, cluster, catap, censure, bubbles are tremendous. golem, pikachu! At least 150. I'm oh, to see. To be a Pokemon, has to get my destiny. man. Alexander, don't do a vent on that micro, Kangascon, Hypno, Electabuzz, Flareon, Blastoise, Polyworld, I dash, drowsy, right too, nid queen, bell Stormy. Woo! We're at the halfway point. Doing great so far. Well, we we stuff, I'm doing all the hard work. Great time's over. Here we go. Metapod, Marowakakuna, Clefairy, Ferry. Dodrio, Seedra, Firebloom, the Thicketone, Toros, Weedle, Nidoran, Machop, Shellder, Porygon, Hitmonchan. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Yeah. Articuno, Jinx, Littery, Napetria, Haunter, Squirtle, Chensie, Pokemon, Parasite, Executed, Monk, Dugal, Pichotto, Lap. Champ, Pincer, Coffee, Nutrio, gold Pet, Star you, Magic Heart, Ninetales, Deckens, Oma Star, Scyther, Tentacle, Dragonair, Magmar! Whoa, catch your breath, man. Shake out those lips. It's downhill from here. Just 24 more to go. Now it gets tricky, so listen real good. head, one leaf, side up, Arcanine, E. V. Executor, Cabo, Top Satini. Bell light, Mr. Mine, Cubo, Graveler, Voltor, Crew. We're almost home, Gotta catch them all, all, gotta catch them all. Rule arrow?